makes life so interesting. The theory of evolution claims only the strong shall survive. Maybe so. Maybe so. But the theory of competition says just because they're the strong doesn't mean they can't get their <laughs> kicked. That's right. See, what every long shot come from behind underdog will tell you is this. The other guy may in fact be the favorite. The odds may be stacked against you, fair enough. But what the odds don't know is this isn't a math test. This is a completely different kind of test. One where passion has a funny way of trumping logic. So before you step up to the starting line, before the whistle blows and the clock starts ticking, just remember out here, the results don't always add up. No matter what the stats may say, and the experts may think, and the commentators may have predicted, when the race is on, all bets are off. Don't be surprised if somebody decides to flip the script and take a pass on yelling uncle. And then suddenly, as the old saying goes, we got ourselves a game. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Right at eight minutes past the hour, welcome into the kickoff hour here for another edition as the Good Time Gang is settling in as... We are live in studio, and we thank you so much for making us part of your day. 629-WE-BE-BIG, our number is 629-932-3244. Don't forget rickandbubba.com. All the information about the show is there, uh, from all the social links to upcoming events to the store. Uh, you name it, you can navigate everything Rick and Bubba at rickandbubba.com. Spell out and. All right, well, let's get everybody in here. Uh, over to my left is Mr. Greg Burr, uh, Burr, Greg Burr, Greg Burgess, just a little bit wet from the rain. And yeah, over to my wet. right, it's Coach Bullethead. What's up, boys? Yeah, there ain't nothing like driving in a pouring down rain, <laughs> yeah. dark outside. Sure. And you got the wipers as high as they'll go. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's all they can do. The last 24 hours of Southeast has been hit with a little front that's come through that's brought a lot of wind and a lot of rain. And then you uh, hit that puddle that goes uh-huh. and blows water yeah, all the way above yeah. your vehicle. Right. And all that aside, I got one question for y'all. What's that? Who's got it better than us? <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. How about that? Nobody. About that? Uh, we do have a, a new national champion, uh, and that's Michigan. Look at uh, Harbaugh's on the screen now from uh, last night. Of course, none of us saw it because we went to bed. Half. Saw that, by the way, and that was uncomfortable. Uh, you talking about when he goes to the big boy table? Have you heard about that one? When he's, no, this okay. is when he's going um, – He's talking about them being innocent. Okay. And it's what? one of those things that I just wish he wouldn't, he didn't have to say. Is this one of these things he gets on that, that makes no he sense? He kept saying innocent over and over. And I was like, this, just don't he, say that. He's, That's he's fine. A everybody, I mean, nobody he, really cares at this mm-hmm. point. He's just awkward. Well, he's declared his innocence ever since yeah. the beginning, saying, hey, I didn't know anything about what, what y'all were talking about. Yeah. But anyway, okay. they, uh, they are uh, national well, champions. He's had to sit for um, six games. Yeah. Uh, there was one moment that. So you um, get half a ring. Yeah. Uh, there was one moment after the game where he claimed he could sit at the the Harbaugh big ta- big table now. Now that he's won, yeah, that's which funny. was kind of funny. That, that is funny. Uh, they, uh, his brother. What was it? Um, was it thirty four thirteen? Is that the final? I believe. I yeah. don't know. Kind of looked at it. Uh, yeah. I got through halftime. Actually, dozed off at halftime, 
And um, I was trying desperately to see, okay, I'm going to watch Washington's first drive in the third quarter. And that's all I'm going to do because everybody at halftime was like, hey, they seem to kind of be getting it together a little bit. And they did towards the end of the second quarter. um, And then uh, Penix threw an interception. And I said, and that's it. I'm I'm out. Greg, Um, what was your status? I went to once the first half was over. I just went to bed. I didn't even watch did. time or nothing. That's I thought, exactly look, it's still the game's still in reach, but it looks like Michigan's gonna probably be the better. Mm. And I just thought it didn't mean enough to me. That's me. To and I was up. losing interest in the first mm. half. Matter of fact, I didn't know who won until about ten minutes ago. Yeah, I just turned the radio in when I got in the truck this morning. Yeah. And uh, but I mean, hey, Michigan. How about that? Well, they last got a heck one. of a defensive yeah. front. They got they're really good. By they way. really are. Here's Harbaugh on that. Personally, I uh, I can now sit at the big person's table in the family. They won't they won't they won't keep me over there in the on the little table anymore. My dad Jack Harbaugh won a national championship, and my brother won a Super Bowl. So uh, against you, it's yeah. good to. It's good to be at the big person table from now on. <laughs> that's, that's fun. I had forgot about the Super Bowl matchup <clears throat> yeah. until yesterday's pregame, and then I started thinking there is a very good chance that they both win titles this year. Yeah, could, they could. Actually, there was um, Which uh, is reference even... to that uh, after the game. Uh, I want to say uh, during the broadcast, they, they mentioned that. They were like, hey, um, this could actually be a, a hardball year. <laughs> and there's his – Brother John, hey, what about the possibility that Harbaugh's could win the national championship and, and the, Super the Super Bowl? John wow. is the top seed in the AFC, and there is Jack. <laughs> that? And Dad's just as fiery as he's ever been, yeah. which I love. Yeah. Right, let me get this right. I know he was at Western Kentucky yeah. won the national yeah. championship yep. when they were 1AA. Yep. <clears throat> the story, am I right, it was kind of between Jim's NFL and his coaching career, and he was actually on the staff like as a volunteer, I think. Seems like I read that okay. somewhere, and both of them may have been there. The brothers, okay. I think he went. Yeah, he was right. kind of between what he was going to do, yeah. and, and I think he was on the staff. I may be wrong, but wow, that. they did a special. Sounds like a good story, anyway. Yeah. They did a special last night, and the dad still watches film on every practice. They send him the practice every day, and I guess both of them do. And he sits there and takes notes, and then sends them to the son. And and Jim said. You don't realize how many hours he saved me. Like, I, I will be looking at something and say, well, he'll send me right away, and I'll be like, it would have took me three hours to get through that. Yeah. yeah. And um, <laughs> so just a special family, special relationship with father and son. It's pretty pretty neat for yeah. sure. And the who's got it better than us kind of thing. Yeah. He, yeah, he, they explained that. Yeah, yeah that's, that was funny too. So congratulations to Michigan, the Wolverines, uh, your national champions, uh, and – so college football is done, uh, and now we move on to a twelve-team playoff next that? year, and and every conference is going to look all different, and we've all got to get a different spreadsheet and memorize it and figure it out. Okay, who went where? Who's on first? And then there was the Pac-12 left with two. <clears throat> so it's just going to be, to your point, Helmsy. I guess Power Five is over. Uh, we yeah, say Power Four now, it is. Uh, and then it's it could it could over. it could shrink from that depending on what happens. Yeah, it could. Uh, but anyway, we now. Uh, um, Michigan makes history. Was it since 1997? Was that the last time they won? I can't remember. I don't know. That's yeah, a they, good question. they had to it's... share that title. They haven't mm. outright won it since like the 40s. Wow, something like that. Wow, wow, wow. I may be wrong. This is a long time ago. But now they shared it with a who? They share it with Nebraska? No. Uh, 
I remember. I'm not uh, sure. I, think it was I remember one time. Didn't Colorado and Georgia Tech share it? One they did, and uh, so Washington. Uh, they shared it with uh, somebody too. Yeah, yeah. Those uh, that was a kind of a weird, weird little deal there when you had to share it. But that's right, what so happens he, when you were just only voting and and all that, and you can't win it on the field. But at least now there's been four, but there'll be twelve next year, and. And now we can really decide who's the NAF champion. And what does his future look like? What does Jim Harbaugh's future Well, there's is rumors he, of the NFL, yeah, but say, uh, who you knows? Know, there's a lot of openings in the NFL. There, right? there, there sure is. There sure is. So, I, I, I researched on what I was I, I was, I was kind of right. He was still playing in the NFL. He was an unpaid assistant at Western Kentucky from 94 to 2001. Hmm. Okay. While still playing in the NFL. <clears throat> so I knew it was something weird like that. So if y'all are him – uh, and, you know, all these rumors and everybody claims, oh, there's more investigations coming. They seem to be a target. Uh, do you stay and just enjoy being there and you're going to get paid, you know, more money than you'll ever spend in your life uh, and just enjoy that? Or do you leave, go uh-huh. to the NFL with a chance to bust and look up in two years and you're like then looking around going, now what do I do? And after this year, as weird as it was, do you – Feel like that they're gonna they're never gonna leave you alone, right? You know, are you, are you ever gonna get all that behind? I know Age. that one particular case by sitting out, they said it was done, but who knows? Yeah. I mean, there may be more. Age is always a factor, but he does look young and spry, even though yeah. he is he's sixty though. Yeah, and so I, you know, you never know if he's kind of going. You know what? How many more years do I have of this? To Speedy's point, do I just want to live it up here for the next eight years? And they build a statue, and us just maybe win another one, or unfinished or business. Or do I have unfinished mm-hmm. business and go to the league? And and I, I want to beat my brother because I did the first time. Yeah, and he, he he had them playing well early. Yeah. They did. Yeah. So John, how many years older is he? I don't know. Uh, then how funny would it be close. if they did yeah, win the Super are. Bowl and they both just retired the same year and yeah. spent time at the lake? John or, is or actually Jack. one year older. One. He's okay. Been so at, he's sixty-one. He's been yeah. at the Ravens a good many years. Yeah. He sure has. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come right back. Uh, so there you go. Michigan, uh, your national champion in college football. NFL wildcard uh, playoff weekend is dead ahead if uh, you still want football action. And don't forget, we got the UFL starting this spring. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and All right, 21 minutes now, 22 minutes past the hour. It is the kickoff hour. We thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, a little developing story overnight. Um, Eddie Van Adler was off yesterday. Uh, he had to a- attend a, a funeral uh, of a uh, lifelong friend of theirs that actually babysit him and his brothers when they were growing up. I know, uh, but it was out of state, and so they had to fly to the funeral, and he needed a day to go handle all that, which is understandable, of course, and he was supposed to fly back last night. Well, um, Greg and I are sitting here, uh, you know, a couple of maybe 15 minutes or so before the show starts, and um, Adler calls, and I'm like, hmm, and and when I, when I answered, he <laughs> had that very distant, quiet voice, and I knew immediately something was wrong. Hey man, you know, yes. it, oh boy, what? He goes, Hey, I'm I'm stuck. I'm stuck in Dallas. I'm like, what? And he the said, uh, we uh we stayed on the tarmac for two hours in the plane, oh, trying to make trying to make it work. 
and then and then uh, they came out and said that the pilot and, and and crew timed out and that they were returning to the airport and um and that the flight would you know resume uh and lift off early morning but um Too and I, and I think he was in that process of trying to get his stuff together and try to board and all that yeah. so um so he needs another day to get back but I just I and I, I haven't said to him I said buddy I bet you you feel well rested and all clean don't you because he yeah. spent the night at the airport no. too late to get a hotel because when they tell you that at midnight <clears throat> and then they tell you that, that you're one of the first loser. flights the next morning you go well, what do you do uh, you know I know there's sometimes uh hotels connected um to the airport and stuff I mean I've been to Dallas Fort Worth area uh, but it was we landed and then we already had a setup, so I, I don't know. But he said it was just too late. We just we spent the night at the airport. That'd be horrible. Uh, so anyway, there's your quick update. So uh, we could have the old wide shot today, and we'll make it work. But um, we're not planning on this. But it's just life. It happens, and he's he's okay. It's just he was stuck and sounded real happy. Golly, <laughs> real happy. Have y'all Nothing ever like a night at the airport? Yeah. Oh, I know. And speaking of airports, have y'all ever watched? And I and help me here on the exact name, but I think it was it's the Smithsonian Channel. Is it uh, catching a smuggler or something like that? And and these these are these airport securities uh, security crews about how they um, can target people landing, and it's around the world. It's not just in the U.S. from certain regions and mm-hmm. and what they look for as far as smugglers. You know, a lot of it's drugs. And and sadly, a lot of it is in in their body. Oh that's how yeah, they get I've it seen there. some of them stories. Mm. And hey, they uh, really want to get it in, ain't they? Whew, no pun intended. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and a wow. lot of them, a lot of them, it comes, it comes. You come to find out that they don't even know. I hate to say this, what they're smuggling yeah. inside them. They just know they're getting a check, and yeah. it's helping their family. And you know, yeah. you hear all these stories, but at first. They deny, 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 and then they do the old body X-ray scan, and then they realize no. Uh, and then others, they're denying, 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 but their color doesn't look good, and the security is is telling them, "Hey, you know, you could die if that ruptures. You yeah, do realize that. Here, you, you know, you're, you're not looking or feeling well." Well, there's a man God. that um, they also have in their mind. If I don't get this through, I'm mm-hmm. going to die anyway because they're going to kill me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and there's it's worth been it. some of those that hey, at my my family was threatened. I needed to do this, or uh, hey, what I was offered would change my family's life, so I'm doing so I'm it. I'm a mule. Yeah. So what? What are you? What are you smuggling? I have no idea. Yeah. Just a you balloon. Know? I swallowed it. And then other cases, they're like, and I'll be seeing it later. They've they've totally redone the suitcase <laughs> and sewed everything back up, and they're having to get knives out and and cut the suitcase apart. And before yeah. you know it, there's hidden compartments, and they're, they're carrying all kinds of stuff. Yeah. But the people that are standing there, head of security. And stuff that are able to pick people out just by the way they look and they're walking and nice profile. Uh, I know, I know, you probably shouldn't do that, but no, you should. It's called good police work. Yeah, but I saw this story and I thought about that because that is a lot on catching a smuggler, and yeah. I think I might have that name right or wrong. I don't know, yeah, but it's pretty like interesting. It works. Uh, that and you know, um, uh, different stories uh, or, or shows that are on the Smithsonian. I'll get locked into if oh, you don't yeah. watch out. Uh, air disasters and um, you like that when they fly oh, yeah. overhead. And look oh, at yeah. stuff. He likes yeah. that air disaster. I like uh, um, is it uh, mighty mighty ships or something? You know, yeah. they, and uh, all I kinds like of stuff. stuff like uh, the railroad one uh, is pretty good. No, but I saw this and thought about it. Man admits to hiding meth 
in his rear. After cops warn him, they'll find it anyway. Guys, don't, don't. A man was pulled over after a hit and run. Had uh, He had been pursued, uh, and, um, well, uh, he had to um, remove the meth from his, his body <laughs> while being arrested. Uh, and um, the deputies are convincing Andrew, his name, to admit to carrying uh, the the um, smuggling or the uh, the package in him, uh, and try to get him to remove it from himself uh, <laughs> instead of them. Yeah, you know, I would I try to talk that. him into that too because I don't really want to have to go in there. This would be another story that starts with a Florida man. Yeah, because yeah. It, it happened in Florida. Florida man found hiding meth in his rear after hit and run crash. Let me tell you, that meth must be some stout stuff because you go, look, I know that was in somebody's butt, but I, I, I need it. That's great, Greg. Right, there yeah, you go. You I know it's that. coming right from his butt to me. Yeah. So there's a hit and but run. I got to have it. Uh, apparently involving a cyclist. Uh, and um, wow, okay, so the cyclist is a paraplegic. Uh, this story just keeps on adding. But uh, uh, there was a hit and run. The cops chased this guy down. I don't know. I'm just reading it. And apparently, um, how'd he get it in there? Is it, I don't know, but according to the sheriff's office, um, Did he have help. Yeah. The bicyclist, uh, Stephen Watkins had previously contracted a life threatening staff infection while working at a detention as a detention deputy, uh, which left him paralyzed oh, from the lost. chest down. He suffered minor injuries and was taken to the hospital for evaluations. Deputies added investigators said, they tracked the Ford down, I guess, that hit hit him and uh, for the hit and run, and found this guy, and then found what he was, uh, oh, so what he had confiscated. Him, yeah, so it's just a crazy story. But when I saw this story, that's the first thing I thought of was catching a smuggler because you realize you don't How much you don't for you to smuggle something in the U.S. I, I just I don't know I, I guess I have so many questions it's like how do we get it I need my mortgage statement then I can tell you <laughs> how do we how do we get it to where it needs look to be the balance and yeah. I've always thought about how do we get it to where it needs to be I know you got to you know, retrieve that there's thing, a process but you, you also that, have to hide it well right I think it's you're talking about profiling it's how they're walking Ah, look at that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I believe he's got something. Hey, is that a corn cob? Oh, okay. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day without him, brother. Excuse me, 25 minutes until top of the hour. Thank you so much for hanging out with us here on the kickoff hour. Rick, Bubba, all join us right after top of the hour. Um, Adler having to take another day because he's stranded and can't get back. Uh, and we're not laughing, but it's just you he- hearing, hearing him explain how he feels. Uh, you, you have to just giggle and go, well, buddy, I'm so sorry. But um, they no, um, uh, around midnight, they canceled his flight uh, that he was scheduled to. Uh, I mean, he said, he said, I just, I still had not given up hope, even mm. though it was midnight, that I could mm. make it back. And they, well, that'd been tough. They finally said, okay, it, that's it. Uh, a lot of weather uh, that it, has kid. come through the southeast, and it is, uh, it hammered a lot of um, Mississippi, Alabama, and now into Georgia, uh, and uh, more, of course, but. 
um, that is where he was landing. So I can understand what they were doing as far as delaying it. But then everybody timed out two hours on the tar- tarmac in the in the plane. And we've all had stories before about about those things. I, I'm trying to picture my wife Terry Wilburn in that situation. She hates flying already, oh, but yeah. you sit on the tarmac yeah. oh, longer than it takes for you to fly home. That's uh-uh. crazy. I mean, we got to beat that. I, I mean, know. come on. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, that's a quick update uh, on that, uh, and uh, and we'll continue. We've already talked about Michigan beating Washington last night in the college football championship game. Um, there was a lot of talk yesterday about the 12-team playoff and about how oh, history was man. being made last night because mm-hmm. this was the last of the college football playoff uh, you know, bracket like we, like we know it. Uh, and we remember uh, how it used to be, and then we went to the four, and then we all the loved first, that. With yeah. the BCS, which yeah. was still better than what we had yeah. before. Every time we felt like, hey, it's better. It's getting better. At what point after we go to 12 are we going to go, hey, we need something else? And I know, Helmsy, you brought something up yesterday about uh, another bracket uh, outside of the 12, but, you know, to cover we for the other. We had to do other, something with the bowl, bowl games. The, the other yeah, bowl games. If you're going to play them anyway, mm-hmm. you might as well come because, I mean, there's, make them interesting. There's going to be some pretty decent teams that don't make it to the top 12. Because, this whole, you know, that finish in their conference maybe with two losses sure. or something, and yeah. they're pretty good, but they don't really have anywhere to go yeah. except for a bowl that is outside the 12. And I don't know how many bowls are left. I don't know how that – I don't know if there's – 12 bowls well, left. Using, yeah, I don't know how yeah. many they're using, how many's left, and how many teams would because because in my format, we would do a another playoff that's like an NIT basketball slash, you know, whatever. But it's the 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 have nots are gonna play there. So they would have, if you keep winning, they would have multiple games too. So it wouldn't be that you would put these in my format, you wouldn't put these teams playing one bowl game and they're done if you win you move on you mm-hmm. play again and then if you win you move on and you play again and you have a championship you're fighting for just like these other guys yeah. and i think that's intriguing both to the audience and their fans and college football they mean something and i think it would also have a little maybe not as much but it would i think it would deter some of the sitting out as well mm. maybe yeah they need something i know for that because that's become ridiculous and i think this too if you're gonna sit, if you're gonna have players sit out, then just stop playing. Yeah, have have the right of refusal to go. We're not playing. We can't. I know the coaches like the extra practice they get for the bowl games because a lot of them bring the young guys in. And but and I know this too. I know I, I'm done with the whole. We won six games and we're in a bowl. Yeah, you won six games. That's it. Go to the house and regroup and try to win eight or nine next year. Yeah. Like, I'm tired of seeing teams in these bowl games that won six games. I want a team, to Speedy's point, that's, you know, nine and two, ten and three, didn't make the playoff. I want to see them make a run in this. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, there's a lot of confusion because a lot of people confuse what, like, what the top 12 in the poll is yeah. and then what. Uh, and, but how the twelve-team yeah. college football field will will, will be, be laid out, and because you got uh, one spot that's going to the mid majors, it's going to include the six highest ranked, the six highest ranked conference champions, which will receive automatic bids. The top four teams will receive first round buys to the quarterfinals. The six highest ranked teams remaining will then round out the top twelve in yeah. that format. And some of these early rounds they're going to play at 
at their campus, right? Yes. I think so, yeah. yeah. Which I would think I like you that. would want to do that on my bracket, too, mm-hmm. on the other side. So let me ask you this Your real bracket, quick. The Helms bracket. Yeah. You all I, heard about it. Everybody's um, talking about it. You might have heard of the Helms format. You might have heard it. Uh, <laughs> so, and this answers my question here. Oops. So the first round, they say the official announcement by um, uh, the college football playoffs uh, is that the first rounds would take place at either the home field of the higher-seeded team or another site designated by the higher-seeded program during the week of Saturday, December the 21st. Because that's what I was wondering. I was like, how quick are they going to turn around and play? Because, you know, you, most of the conference championship games are the first w- Saturday of December or in that, um, in that area. It says, although specific uh, game dates have not yet been announced, we can, uh, they can make a prediction on how each matchup will appear. So, like, keep in mind that the number 12 seed, like for this year, would go to would have gone to Liberty, and the sixth highest ranked conference champion uh, in the final college football playoff rankings, replacing Oklahoma, a team finished third in the Big 12. So it just could get a little confusing yeah. on how it all plays out. But you would have this year, if it finished the way it did, you would have had number 12 Liberty at number five Florida State. And then you would have number 11 uh, Ole Miss at number 6 Georgia. And then you would have had number 10 Penn State at number 7 Ohio State. And then you would have had number 9 Missouri at number 8 Oregon with the top four as we talked about getting a bye. Yeah, that's going to be some um, good But, yeah, it, it'll be interesting when, this year because it's going to look a whole lot different. When you, oh, read, yeah. when you read the first thing you read, okay, I, I need more clarification on this. Mm-hmm. The new 12-team college football playoff field will include the six highest-ranked conference champions. Right. What does that mean? What are, which conferences? Uh, they, you know, they. Uh, yeah, how many are there now? And and does that include this first year? Are they still including the Big Ten because they're? I mean, the uh, the Pac-12 the Pac-12 because yeah, there's that's two different. teams. Yeah, I don't know how that'll play out, Hounds. That's a good question uh, because things do look a little different. Now that, and, it, and everybody's the, moved around. Highest rank six highest rank conference champions. Well, we know about the Power Four, and that makes sense. So now, where do you go from there? Uh, Is it the American and Conference USA? Maybe. I do know the. Um, it says the quarterfinals uh, this year will or, be. Or are we just reading that wrong? I, I don't know how else you read it. I know. I, well, that's why I'm I, I'm um, confused too. That's. The uh, the quarterfinals will be the Fiesta Bowl, Peach Bowl, Rose Bowl, and Sugar Bowl, and the semifinals will be the Cotton Bowl and the Orange Bowl. It looks like the first round will happen December twentieth and twenty first. The quarterfinal Fiesta Bowl on New Year's Eve, the Peach, Rose, and Sugar quarterfinals on New Year's Day, then the Orange Bowl uh, semifinal on January the ninth, the Cotton Bowl semifinal on January the tenth, and Atlanta the national championship on January the twentieth. Wow, we're gonna stretch that baby on in there. Yeah, yeah. That that's what it looks like. Just giving you, you know, a, a little heads up as to now that it's on everybody's mind and we finished out what it's gonna look like, and it's gonna take some adjustments uh, and conference like learning it. and all that when you got, you know, teams uh, in California now in the, like in, the, in the ACC. That that just looks different. Yeah. Oh yeah, that looks real different. You know, and then it, then you got the just everybody, big big twelve, uh, big ten. So Sam, uh, Stanford and Cal is who's in the ACC. I, I think I figured it out. <laughs> Can you believe weird. that? It, it's the six highest ranked conference champions. So let's say that obviously, probably you're going to have the the Pac four. Okay, and I don't know what you're doing with the Pac twelve, but the Pac two. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, you know, you don't know what that's. I don't know how that falls in this. Mm-hmm. I guess if one of them is is ranked up there in the top, whatever. So the pack is still but, keeping but, their conference. But say American, huh? The pack still keeping their, yeah, their conference. Still, yeah, they are. Yeah. Okay. I thought that was being, no. Okay. Well, it is in a couple of years, but that's the reason these two schools are staying is to collect a check. And they don't have to pay anything to get out of it. I mean, I, now they may have some time to recruit other schools or whatever. Anyway, back to this. So the highest ranked, six highest ranked conference champions. So if Conference USA win, winner, which would have been Liberty, mm-hmm. I guess they would have got in because they were ranked up there pretty high, right? That's what I was saying. They, they would have played and number then, five, Florida State. And then was it Tulane? Who was, um, I think they were the next. The, they were the Amer- they're in the American, and so they were they were the conference champion. So high, were they above some of these other teams, and that gets them in? Can a conference champion be left out? And I think the answer is yes, mm-hmm. because if you're in one of these other, the six, it's only they're only taking the six right, highest so, ranked teams. So that's that's the key. So those, I guess you got Power Four, or we got to figure out what we're doing with the Pac-12. Because if the Pac-12 was still intact, then you would have five spots going to those six, and then you go the highest-ranked team that won the conference. So let's say it's Tulane and Liberty won their conference. Which one was highest-ranked? They would get in. Yeah. So now we got which would have been Liberty this year because Tulane lost it the last. I think so. So the the question is, what do we do with the Pac-12? Does does this now open up? Those two conferences. Well, I think it would because let's say the Pac-12 was intact and it was just it, it, it's the way it is. Let's say the Pac-12 winner had three losses and they weren't the top ranked six, yeah. the, the, the top six ranked teams. Right. So that means the Pac-12 was just left out. Correct. So I guess even if you know if Oregon State uh, or Washington State, won, you know, won, so the dismat- but, they're, but they're not the top six ranked yeah. conference champion, Champions. then they're still left out. Yeah. Yeah, I, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Now, we probably got people screaming at the radio saying, y'all have no clue what you're talking about, but... No, I'm just reading that. The, no, that makes sense now yeah. to me. Yeah, that, yeah. this is not us just kind of creating conversation. We, no, were we just got re- it in front we, of us, yeah. Yeah, the college football playoff uh, has released all that information, yeah. so we're just trying to make sense of what we're yeah. reading. Interesting. Yeah, we'll be right back. My head hurts. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thank you all so much for tuning in. It's uh, eight minutes until top of the hour. Uh, we appreciate you hanging out with the Good Time Gang. Rick and Bubba join us right after top of the hour. Uh, just one last thing from the last segment, uh, just for clarification. I don't think we said this, but... We said the six highest-ranked conference champions will be in the top 12 teams. It's not you have to be ranked in the top six in the polls. No. It's the six highest-ranked conference champions. Champion. And I, I think we don't. said that pretty clearly. But uh, well, this, they let you um, know. Well, I think, no, I'm just saying somebody's saying, well, no, they don't have to be ranked six or higher. We didn't, we didn't say, say that. that. Uh, we yeah. said the six highest-ranked conference champions. Take all your champions. conference champions and go, yeah. right, who's the six highest-ranked? The six highest-ranked conference champion might be 20 in the polls. Yeah. Correct. But, know. you know, who um, so I told the, you is all I know. So there's more. <laughs> it confer- is confusing. Though. There's more conferences than six, and so yeah. if you're sitting there, an American conference has somebody that's ranked 15th, and the conference USA has somebody that's ranked 23rd, and you're looking for that sixth spot, the highest ranked team's going to get it. 
Right. That's the point. Yep. A lot of people are asking about Notre Dame and how they fit in all this, mm-hmm. and they're kind of concerned yeah. that does this mean they'll just be in every year? I actually <laughs> think it makes Probably. it more difficult for them <clears throat> because of the conferences aligning themselves in such force that I think you're going to have – I think in the next five years you're actually going to see them join a conference full-blown. Well, I think they'll have to. Aren't they partially ACC, ACC, yeah. yeah. ACC, yeah. But. Yep. Well, um, so there you go. I know uh, the the uh, the main show will want to you know get into a lot of the the national championship game. We just kind of skimmed the surface on the actual game. Plus we uh, slept through it. Yeah, we'll break <laughs> a lot of that down. But we were just trying to make sense of how things will look going forward. Who's got it better than us? <laughs> nobody. Uh, nobody better than Michigan right now. Uh, perfect season. Fifteen yeah. and zero. Fifteen and zero. That. Fifteen and zero. Um, all right. So unblemished. Yeah. Uh, so, um, Hamzy, I was thinking about you uh-huh. uh, with all the uh, where we live. We just had a lot of high wind, some severe storms, but mainly it was just, uh, hey, it's raining. Oh, here's some thunder. Oh, a little lightning. It was really the wind that was uh, was howling. And Bubba will have some stories about that living up on the mountain. But uh, how did how did where you live fare? Because I know you have trees all about. I thought about you last night yeah. when I stepped outside yeah. and it was howling. Y'all just it, came off a big outage a few yeah, weeks ago. I, know. Yeah. I don't know if I'm just getting used to it, which okay. is not good. <laughs> I didn't really think it was that bad last night. Okay, It wasn't um, that bad in my house. I, I, it, I, we've had worse. Yeah. I'll say that. And now, after I left now, this morning at two thirty, maybe Amanda mm-hmm. acts as if the place is coming down at times. Okay, okay. But I, I just because she she called me, she was all concerned about me coming back from Jacksonville and driving in that and all this and. And was I got anything home. going on then? No, Greg. Yeah, no, because it, it had started here. Yeah. And so she just, in her mind, had it that I was driving in it. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. I said, I said, first of all, it's fine here. Matter of fact, we just came off the court, and it was a little chilly, but it was it was fine. Yeah. Windy a little. It bit. It started sprinkling windy. about the time I got home, but she was more concerned about the wind, and and I was like, it's really not that bad right now. Mm. But I put all. Maybe the, I'm just I, getting I'm t- used to it. I knew I wouldn't get real bad, but <clears> now after I left, who knows what happened. But so, uh, I put all my lawn furniture up in the garage oh, did and you? I had to do all that crap. And I knew, well, it won't blow at all. <laughs> <laughs> I do all this. But, and I know you had to kind of, uh, when you drive, you had to drive right through the last little oh, yeah. bit uh, of, of weather that was on the tail end of and the front. And it was rain. I Good bet. Night it was rain. You wore, well, I bet, how wore out were you? when you I was were... up on that steering wheel <laughs> fighting it. <laughs> Uh, when I got here, he, he, he looked worn that, out. That you don't know were there. Yeah. And all of a sudden you're in them and they're going, <laughs> and they're shooting a rooster uh-huh. tail. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. That was a, that'll wake you up. That's good. Yeah. And then all of a sudden that wind will go, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we, uh, we have that one dog that freaks out with storms. Oh, goodness. And, uh, yeah, I want you to know what I did last night. I brought in. The big, you know, those big, and and I think Home Depot and others sell. They're the big orange, like garage fans. They're round yeah, yeah. and they're huge. They got wheels on them. We have one in the garage, you know, for you out there working out, trying to do a little bit better, or are you just have it on because it's hot and it's in the summer and all this, just to keep air flowing. I brought it in to our main living area last night and turned it on its high, uh, the highest level. It sounds like a prop plane is Why coming you do through that? to Try to to, to drown the sound. The sound out of that work and the you? wind well it did good uh and we have two um two dogs <laughs> and uh terry <laughs> terry thinks great. they're half human uh and and i'm like no there's do- they're dogs yeah, they but know. i understand severe weather and and all that you don't want your dog out in unless they didn't have shelter and now we do have a back porch area that has a little sectional outdoor 
couch in it. So, I mean, they got it pretty good. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, if a you dog. You can hear them actually howling out there. Yeah. Who's got it better than us? You, the, yeah. Exactly. Oh, they can. Not about it at yeah. all. <laughs> um, <laughs> no murder. No murder. But I'm still scared. Uh, but, and so about 11, okay, I hear something hitting the wall. And I'm like, oh, it's, thund- it's thunder. Golly, I hope Jack doesn't hear that. Mm. And then I hear some more. And then all of a sudden I hear like my, I have a little small uh, sitting chair recliner type deal beside on my side of the bed. I see the recliner move. It like, it swivels. Dang. And it kind of turned a little bit. And then I realized Jack's behind there. He's hit, hiding behind hit, hitting he's the, the client. He's hitting the, the wall. Oh, and he funny. doesn't know what's going on. It's almost like he kind of. So the storm has forced him in behind yeah, the Yeah. And then he kind of <laughs> puts his nose on the bed like, hey, what, what, you got to help me here. And, and you know, we, <clears throat> we've talked about this. We've gone to the vet and gotten prescription medicine and stuff. Uh, yeah, CBD. I, and, and so I start talking. <laughs> I start talking to him like he's a human. Buddy, you okay? What's wrong? He's whining. You know? and, in the and and then he runs to the door. So and he, I, and, that's and what's so, weird. He wants to get out in the storm. He's not scared of the storm. He just when there's activity, he wants to go outside. And I'm trying now. I'm really trying to talk to him like he's a child. Yeah. Hey, buddy, it's storming outside. Yeah. What do you want to do? And he, I mean, he is at the door. Like, let's go. Open the door. He's not running from it. Like hey, trying to get under covers or something. And so I open the door around eleven o'clock. Fine. Okay. So he jumps on with a little sectional, and I get like a little outdoor blanket, and I cover him up. <laughs> all you can see is head sticking out. <laughs> And that's all he wanted. He wanted to be out there. I saw right, So man, he wants to be out in the storm. You're out in it, but I mean he wasn't out in it, but yeah, he but wanted he, to be outside. He don't want to be in the house. Yeah. So that is uh, weird. Most of the time they're hiding under the bed. And Leo is uh, is on the couch going, Don't you dare look over here. I'm fine. Yeah, don't put me out there. Yeah. So uh, uh when I got up around three fifteen, uh I said, Okay, Leo, it, it, it's now time. You you need to go out, use the bathroom and he all that. Believe it. He, he couldn't. But I, when I opened the door, Jack's still hanging out out there. There he is. And that's what he wanted. Well, I mean, I don't know what to do about the house going I don't crazy. know what to do about it. We wouldn't have slept a wink. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour. Here we go. Brand new hour starting right now. We are thankful that you are here. This hour starts with our national anthem.
Here we go. Seven and a half minutes past the hour. Uh, here we go moving forward. And uh, we move forward uh, to try to unpack another day. 629, we be big. That's our number. And uh, if you want to chat with us today, we look forward to that. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, they've already given you a kickoff hour on all the Rick and Bubba platforms live and archived. Uh, if you missed it, you can go grab that today on the archive options. Eddie Van Adler was scheduled to be back today, uh, but due to the uh, some weather that is going on in parts of the country and him flying back from Texas, uh, he is grounded in Dallas. So uh, he, uh, he is not going to make it back for the show today, but uh, nothing we can really do about that. Uh, so the YouTube option will be affected by that. It won't be as, uh, as enhanced or it'll be pretty general. Uh, but at least if that's the only way you can get the show, you can still get the show. So, uh, if you have other options, uh, you probably want to go to those today. If, uh, if a wide shot bothers you, but, uh, we have a kind of speedy run, speedy running, uh, two, two jobs here. So, uh, anyway, but we're glad it's still operating and you can actually watch the show if you so desire live or archived. Uh, so we will, uh, we'll look at, uh, the, the stories from last night. Uh, involving the national championship game, uh, but there's much more to talk about today, but we can't do that uh, without Silver Tongue One, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Burgess friends, neighbors, associates everywhere, welcome in to yet another edition of the Rick and Bubba Show, three decades in the making. That's right. Everybody, let's go. Come on. Well, I was sleeping with a loaded gun. I was scared of all the things I've done. Yeah, I know I'm not the only one. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right now. I was chasing down a high again. about it need to breathe yeah. let me ask you this who's got it better than us nobody that's right <laughs> so uh we've got <laughs> greg will you unpack this package i got in the mail looks like yeah. they put some bubble on it to keep it from getting damaged <laughs> hey, <if y'all>, uh, <laughs> i thought y'all would love Big man in a little vest. Listen, Big he, man in a little vest. And, and what's cool is the light that lights up on it. Oh, it? Yeah, <laughs> battery powered. I got. You know what I call that? The eight o'clock button. Uh, when Greg, that air starts blowing across here, I'm gonna put the heaters Greg, on. Are you sure that's not a light when he's floating out and from a plane crash so they can find him? Looks like a life vest. Yeah, he's got a he's got a beacon. Yeah. Hey, look, this thing. look at the pocket. Good night. Well, you, you know buy what? that during the summer, Bubba? You, you know what? I'm I'm gonna use it as like one of those. 
those uh, things you put your dog in when they're right. scared of lightning. You know? Thunder jacket. Uh, or, or it I will prevent you, you from overeating at lunch. I'll yeah. tell you that. Oh, okay. I, 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 I noticed will. you look more calm with it on. Like yeah. a thunder jacket. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Right. So uh, we will. Um, there's not a lot to unpack because I know that um, all of us really had the same experience. I listened to the kickoff hour, as everyone should. Uh, on the way in, and it, it sounds like we all had the same experience. We watched the game for about a half. We saw that interception to start the second half, and we all went on to bed. What What was a weird uh, place I found myself in last night is that my wife did not want to give up on the game, and I did. She was like, this is weird. She goes, I really want to stay here and watch some more. I said, I, I'm out. I said, I said, I don't care enough about it, and uh, and I know because of the storms coming in, I'm going to be awakened here in the middle of the night. Yeah. And I said, so I'm not going to get much sleep anyway. So I, I'm going to go ahead and jump in there now and grab what I can Why it was somewhat calm in our house. Yeah. And then certainly at one o'clock in the morning, then it, the winds got high and you got started getting rowdy and woke me up. I had big eye. I couldn't go back to sleep no, till about, till about three. And then I slept uh, from three to. And we to, have to this to unique night. feature that our gas water heaters blow out when we have a lot of wind. Really? So I have to oh, set my that. alarm for about 30 minutes earlier to get up to, so yeah. I have hot water. Water, yeah. So, so for for click, us, click 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 click. Uh, in south of us, I saw there were some tornado warnings uh, here just not long ago. If you're listening to the live show, so pay attention to your local weather if that system is is pouring uh, through your audience uh, and uh, and where you are your your area, I should say, in the audience. And um, so just pay attention to that your local Rick and Bubba affiliate or your phone uh, will keep you updated on what's going on. So there you go. But uh, last night, I think from what we all agreed. Uh, the two teams that got there deserved to be there, and the team that won deserved to win because uh, Michigan is the best team in the country. Let me just say, go Big Blue. Go Big Blue. Best team Can't, in the country. Absolutely. They looked uh, the most Proved balanced. it on the field. Yep, between yeah. the two teams. They seemed better even head-to-head -head with Washington. They, they overcame their coach. <laughs> they and, did. Uh, they did. You, know, you, you know, there was always a moment I, I told Hunter, I said, I expect uh, Coach Harbaugh to pull a crazy Ivan here at some point. Yep. And and risk this thing, and I thought he had done it when he went for it on fourth down yeah, that, in the second quarter, uh, and got Washington fired up, and they went down the field and made a game of it. And then I think I did exactly what Speedy did. I was uh, I, I waited and saw the first series of the second half because I knew Washington had the ball. First play throw throws a pick, yep. and uh, I thought, well, that's it, that's, that's it. I'm going to the house. That was it. Well, they, they just uh, – what was it? What was the final score? 34-13. Uh, 34-13. Mm -hmm. uh, it, was, it, was, um, it was one of those things – and you're right on the Harbaugh fourth and three. Uh, you know, I, I certainly am not as qualified as Coach Harbaugh, uh, and I'm not trying to be, but if you're up 14 points, you're in control of the game – your defense is controlling the other team. Right. And right before half. Right. Two things that I didn't understand about Michigan at one point, and they got back to it, is why are we doing this up 14, and why have we stopped running the football? Yeah. Washington yeah. cannot stop you running the football. I mean, you no. were averaging in the first quarter, what was it, uh, 19 yards a carry? Yeah. Something like so, that. Yeah, so. Uh, so why are we getting fancy here right. all of a sudden? So anyway, uh, it looked good to see Michigan. And I, I liked that because I didn't know because, you know, these programs that we don't follow usually. I loved being able to get educated on both programs through the, yeah. the broadcast. Yeah. And the fact that they said Michigan realized – that they were, they did not have the interior people that were usually a stereotype of Michigan football, and they actively and intentionally went out and found them. Makes a big difference. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't yeah, care. Yeah. We we were talking about it. Those running backs, 
were not even touched till they were in the secondary a lot of times. And man, that makes a whole, you know, trying to to elude a tackler in open space versus in your own backfield, that oh, is yeah. two different things, yep. you know? And they got defensive front guys yep. too. They, 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 got, they took care of both sides of the ball uh, down that line of scrimmage, and boy, it made a huge difference. Uh, we'll be back. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. minutes now past the hour Rick and Bubba show thank you for being with us coming up this week uh, a couple of opportunities for you to spend some time with people tied to the show coming up this Thursday night two man churches one in Dothan Alabama the land of News Talk 103.9 I'm excited I've had plenty of time off I'm ready to get back out there uh, be talking to the men of Ridgecrest Baptist Church Thursday night as they roll into year two of the men's discipleship strategy, they've completed the pursuit curriculum. We're now going into the next curriculum called Real Men of the Bible, and they'll do that over the next uh, uh, 40 weeks, uh, and uh, they'll lay that out over the 52-week year. Uh, and then in Hope Hall, Alabama, Kevin Derryberry, also tied to the show, he'll be kicking off uh, the men's discipleship strategy for the first time at Hope Hall Community Church in Hope Hall, Alabama. That's also Thursday night. So, uh, men, if you're in and around those areas and you want to come out and be with those uh, those two churches or you're part of those churches, uh, come see us. We look forward to seeing you on Thursday night. So last night, the national champion in college football was crowned. Uh, it, it was the end of an era for college football. Uh, we now move into the 12-team playoff, and conferences turned upside down, uh, all coming up next year, but excited about uh, the 12-team playoff. But the 14-team playoff, which was better than the two-team, which was which was better than here, here's how we all feel. Right. Uh, so uh, We're getting better, Rick. We're, we're mo- one of the few things in our country I can say is moving in the right direction. Yep. All right. So uh, here is Jim Harbaugh. Of course, there was a lot of controversy with Coach Harbaugh this year. Uh, and uh, and well, he missed six games. Was that right? Yeah. Uh, by, uh, yep, in, during the games. season. By the way, I wish I did not tell my wife that because she said, "Well, she was, you know, I don't like dishonest people," and <laughs> I and she was pulling from Michigan, and I and I was like, "Well, baby, I, I don't know whether he was ever guilty of these things. What is he deceitful? So he's a deceitful guy. Is he cheated?" And I'm like, "Honey, I, I don't." I, I didn't really want to get in this conversation. I kind of just want to watch Especially it. when you're talking about college football. Right, yeah. And uh, yeah. so anyway, but I, that was a narrative that I realized I brought up that I wasn't prepared yeah. to really discuss. <laughs> I but, think he addressed that, didn't yeah, he? He did. Yeah. He probably shouldn't have said innocent as much as he did. Right, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what I kept telling her. He says he's innocent, honey. Uh, so so anyway, um, let's. it's a good football team. I'm not sure. How, you know, let's, let's, just, uh, let's just go here. Oh, well, I didn't know he was deceitful. I might need to wash. <laughs> uh, all right, so here he is talking about being a member of the Harbaugh family, and he can move from the children's table and go sit at the big people table. Here we go. Personally, I, uh, I can now sit at the big person's table in the family. They won't, they won't, they won't keep me over there on the, on the little table anymore. My dad, Jack Harbaugh, <laughs> won a national championship. And my brother won a Super Bowl, so uh, it's good to 
It's good to be at the big person table from now on. <laughs> We can all relate to that. Yeah, we can. Absolutely. So so the uh it was also interesting because of the weather, which now keeps Adler from being here today. They said it made his it made his brother late for the game too. Uh who was trying yeah, to Yeah, he got there late. Did you see him hug him? Yeah, and he then he walks up on the sideline yeah. and says, Hey, just let you know I'm here and I get back to coaching. <laughs> uh next, here he is with his family uh after the game, all this we're talking about. I think he we yeah, we just saw that on the And there's his yeah. brother John. Hey, what about the possibility? That Harbaugh's could win the national championship yeah. and, and the Super, the Super Bowl. Bowl. Yeah. John is the top seed in the AFC, and there is Jack. <laughs> nobody, nobody has it better than the Harbaugh's tonight. That's so good, Mr. Cool. Harbaugh. He yeah. said, "Best coach." Is that there's mom? Man. That's awesome, man. Good for them. I know you're going to ruin Herb Street for me. The uh, Helmsley's warned me that he's going to say something. I'm not going to ruin it. Okay. I just need to know where you're at on okay. something. All right. Here's Harbaugh. Uh, Speedy said, "Well, he's got him dodging the ice bath." So it actually hits one of the players. Oh. Uh, would you take the ice? I mean, for a national championship, I'd take it. I'd but take I mean, it, oh, but yeah. just my yeah. reflex, and you've seen me I before, have. I have to try to avoid any contact with, you know, a bucket or a pie or oh, anything yeah. like yeah. that. I'd do I, the trap I, door I, yeah, if I can. I, I've seen that in action. So. <laughs> to a national championship. Oh, he got uh, out of there. Boy, he really he got out of there. Uncanny at avoiding that. Quick like a cat. <laughs> Can't get me. So this is a thing that he right on takes the pride too. in. He he never they never can get him. Right. And so they didn't last night either. Yeah. So uh, so then uh, we um, um, uh, we we have to discuss the the future. Um, and so there's some discussion that he may not stay at Michigan. But then Speedy said he thinks there may be some indication. Our people may be overreading it. He may just be Probably. talking about how a program works. Right. Uh, but people are, are reading into the fact that he mentions about moving spring training back because the season, you know, it's been so long when you get in the playoff. And people say, oh, he's talking about when he's going to do spring training. That means he's coming back. But uh, but I, should we read? It? I mean, wouldn't you just say that automatically no matter what you were going to do because they're always in that mode of what we do next? Yeah, I, I think he uh... – you know, he didn't want to spoil the 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 moment either by saying, you know, well, I hope I'll be back. Or right. something. I mean, he's he's all in. I mean, he's he's caught up in it. Good for him. Hey, they had a great season. They did come through a lot of controversy, and they, Rick, most important, won it on the field. Yep. So here he is talking about that. See, see if you read anything into this. Told him three or four days ago, we're gonna we're moving spring practice back. We usually we usually start on Valentine's Day, okay, February fourteenth, because we love football. Um, <laughs> this year we're going to move it back. We're going to move it back about a month. Uh, that'll be good too. We'll have, uh, some nice weather in the spring in Ann Arbor. Well, I mean, now that I've heard it, I mean, it does, it does sound a little more like he, that, at least that's what he's planning right now. Yeah. 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 Tomorrow may be different. Yeah. He's, he's 60 years old. He's probably got what, eight, 10 years left. He looks younger than that. And he's yeah. spry and you just saw him move out of a ice bath there. He got out of the way pretty mm-hmm. quick. Good mm-hmm. shape. Does he want to go, I can do this until I retire, and they build a statue, and I probably win another one in the next eight years? Or do I have unfinished business? I'm not very happy that my brother beat me in the Super Bowl, right. and I'm going to go win one of them. And well, that's the decision he's got to make. Well, you look at him, unlike other college coaches, he he did get his he team had to success. the Super Bowl. Yeah, he yeah. had success right. in yeah. the NFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah and uh, that is a short list, it by the way. It is a very short list. Yeah, But he goes and wins the Super Bowl. He not only sits at the big table, he's at the head of the table because mm-hmm. <laughs> he's done something his dad or his brother hadn't done if yeah. he wins two. I haven't been following the NFL, obviously, and I know the Ravens are good. And I heard oh, top they, seed AFC. I heard what they yeah. said. Does yeah. everybody think they could? Yes, that they good. likely do it. Yeah, 
They 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 are the 49ers. That's the Really? That's the conversation right now. Is it the 49ers that has the like big story of the league this year that they have the quarterback that's yeah. like making the league minimum? Yeah. And he's taking them there because somebody showed Purdy. somebody showed me that Arch Manning makes more money than he does this year. Yes. <laughs> Which is crazy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and he's 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 uh, favored in the NFC and he's only getting paid like 800 and something thousand a year. Yeah. So yeah. so anyway. Uh, I, 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 you know, but then there, like you said, there's that side that says what you just said. Okay. I've got the program where I, cause I remember back watching, um, was it on Amazon when they did the special on the Michigan season yeah, I think it was. Yeah. with him and we were all watching yeah, it yeah. and you know, in that year that he thought he had something and the team never really yeah. Yeah. lived up to expectations. Mm-hmm. And then they had some down and that it's like, he's got, when you look at that team, it, yeah. it now looks like the Georgia's, the Alabama's yeah. and you're thinking, do you go leave now that you finally got it right where you like yeah. it? So, but then you have the controversies of the NCAA's all over me, and yeah. I don't. I'm I'm innocent. I didn't do what they said I did, yeah. and so who knows? Yeah. But uh, but Mich- and there's a lot of job openings in the NFL that are enticing to guys like him. So yeah, that's true. You got to pick the right program if you do jump to the NFL, and it seems like those programs are available right now. To somebody like him, is money even a factor? I don't think so. Not at this point. No, I don't think so. But no. you know, he can stay there and coach out at Michigan unless yeah. he just has a. Yeah. One hundred percent. You know, one of those two and ten years, he'll be fine. Especially He'll live now. This a long time. Quick, and he won't do that in the Big Ten. Yeah, we'll be back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us today. And uh, we work our way through another one. We'll chat with you coming up at 629. We be big, but right now, uh, excited uh, to uh, go into another year with this incredible company, mypillow.com slash Bubba is our URL. You go there and you can just get, you can see everything that, that we're working uh, for you to get from MyPillow. Uh, you, they have us great products. Uh, the best bed sheets are just $24.98 right now. You'll love these. The MyPillow 2.0. You didn't think the MyPillow could get better until we found what? That uh, that temperature wicking fabric. Now now the pillow stays cool all night. Bubba and I both have them. We love them. 50% off right now. My slippers, wear mine every day, $59.98. Down comforters, 60% off. Kitchen towels, $18.74. Plus a great way to start your day, and, and we do and love it, is 100% Arabica My Coffee. Uh, look, if you, if you're a coffee drinker, get this right now and get it at 50% off and they'll give you a free go anywhere. My pillow. If you're going to spend your money, you want to spend it with a company that makes great products, gives you a fair price. And they're, they're an American company. And, and the way this company operates is, is what America, what made America great. Uh, and, uh, you know, you think to yourself, I just don't know about spending my money with some of these companies. Well, mypillow.com slash Bubba should give you peace of mind in every way. All right. So as we get back, uh, some things that we still need to discuss, and that is that for some reason, Helmsy has decided that he wants to tell <laughs> us and me specifically something that will bother me about Kirk Herbstreet. Now he's doing this because he, he's trying to win me over to Pat McAfee. And last night did not help the cowboy hat yeah. and all that. It, it was I not tried a good... to save it with a video I sent you. Right, that did help. Yeah, I figured it would. It did. That was and that yeah. was helpful. Watched every bit of it. Good. And uh, tried to get it to to take root because you know trying to win me over to a specialized kicker is already a problem. I know. Uh, oh. But but in <laughs> but in that mode, I will say of as kickers go, 
He's about as good as it gets. Yes. Okay. Yeah. As far as the things I like to see. Now, Kirk Herbstreet has always been a safe spot for me. I know. Uh, now he's. I understand he's a team player, and he's always going to you know try to convince us that Lee Corso's okay and. Sure. They yeah. looked good again last night. Right. That was a boy. That was yeah. a yeah. Sherry, Sherry I, this is funny because, you know, I, I, I win Sherry over to these things with the pregame show, you know, <laughs> the little stories and things yeah. like that. And, of course, she doesn't know any of these people because she doesn't watch football every week. And she's like, who in the world is that? And I said, believe it or not, that's one of the commentators. She goes, that old man? You talking about when they had that profile view of him on the sideline? Yeah, that oh, made that, right. that bad angle. Yeah, did you look know, like Joe Biden? Did you know what there. Sherry thought in her mind? <laughs> do y'all remember the old man used to do the Six Flags commercials? Oh yeah, the dance. Yeah. So Sherry knew this guy more from commercials like Geico and stuff than she does from sports. She thought he was like some sort of mascot. <laughs> and, 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 and I said he actually is. He looks do, like a mascot. Been doing this for a long time, but anyway. But Kirk Herbstreet, in my opinion, before right now, is um, I think that he. Calls games pretty fair. Uh, he seems like a nice guy. Uh, he seems like somebody that I would like to hang out with, and it's somebody that I want to like me. Okay. Okay. And uh, but but I mean, if I'm just being transparent, yeah. You know, I mean, and, we and, we and, like and I put my emotions on the we, table. We like him, even though we've never met. Him. Right. See, that's yeah. that's and, what's so and, hilarious. And so. I'm the same way. Uh-huh. And what I'm about to tell you doesn't really bother me that much. Okay. Okay. But you're not as quirky as I am on some of this stuff. I, exactly. Right. So. <laughs> this has been going on for the last few months, and, and I thought it would just come up on the mm-hmm. show. Right. And nobody has brought it up. I figured mm-hmm. somebody may call in and ask you. Okay. But now that the season's over, I'm going to bring it to the table. Okay. And <laughs> we, all, we, we all know how you are on DBs. Right. Dog bringers. Oh, boy. Oh, I know where you're at. Kirk Herbstreet, Rick. Oh, yeah, boy. I saw this. Brings his dog, Ben, everywhere he goes. Now, I don't want you to think he takes him on the road. Does he's that? a support animal. He leaves him in the hotel and comes back to him. He has him with him 24-7, even in the booth and on the sideline. A breed of dog? Golden Retriever, which helps. And he's but, 10 years old. But those, those they got a lot of emotion. They, they do. Big yeah, dog they all do. around. That is big hey, big boom, 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 Come boom. on, Big Ben. Ben. Help me out. <laughs> I don't know when this It's a bit to Fowler. I was about to ask. It's a bit to Fowler. Okay, so please, Rick, listen. He always has him on the field with him. The dog has its own credentials around his neck. Okay? Thursday night football with Al Michaels, he's there. Saturday college game day, he's there. Saturday night calling a game, he's there. He carries this golden retriever everywhere he goes. Go back. He has his own sideline pass. Yes. Around his neck, he'll have on the sideline. On, on the last plane. night on the field, he was wearing a sideline pass. See, I feel bad for Fowler because this is the thing I that DB and Al Michaels, uh, the, the dog bringers, don't understand. It's big events. It, is is this may be something that you love, and that's your own business, by the yeah, way. But fine. when you when you make other people deal with it, when we're all just trying to do a ball game and we're trying to travel, and somebody's like, "Good gosh, here comes Herb Street with his dog again." And you know he I mean, sheds. Yeah, yeah, and it's a big dog. It's not a small dog. Oh boy! Uh, I do like golden retrievers, and owned owned uh, three of them. I do like them, but uh, Sam, I am. But but I don't um, I don't care for them to. I would never have brought them into people's worlds because they they demand a lot. They yeah. they, they want to be part so of neither what's one going of them. They're, they're, they're not a docile dog that just lays over in the corner. No, they if they're well trained, they can be and get older. Neither yeah, one, number one or two. Neither one of you knew this was going on. 
Did you know, Bubba? I knew uh, last night. Okay. Uh, First time you Hunter mentioned ago. it to me Rick, last night, okay. and I kind of like, oh, no, not Rick a guy brings his dog. Uh, yeah, I saw oh, my it. He's doing it to a legend. It's every game. You think, uh, you think Al feels It's about. every trip. It's you, every plane ride. It's every meal. So if I'm going to be with Kirk Herbstreet, I'm going to deal with his dog. That's it. I'm that's the question I was asking this He's morning. He's I love dogs. Of course. I love Nothing pets. wrong with dogs. I, I don't have a problem with dogs or cats. And you know, I have dogs. I have of dogs course. that live in the house, of surprisingly. Well, that's more uh, of a wife thing. You probably wouldn't and, have done that. But I, I don't, that's kind of where I draw the line. I, I think you shouldn't be bringing your dog to work. So you understood my point. Yeah. You're well, ma- making other people deal with listen, it. Right. That doesn't we, mean you're an listen, anti-dog. Hey, here's I, what you I need to understand. Dogs. Why Rick, you here's I want what you, you need to go home and have a great time with And Bubba, because I know how you are about this stuff, and I'm the same way. If we were doing Kirk Herbstreet on Rick and Bubba University this week, he would have been with him. Yeah. He would be sitting right here okay. next to the Coyote. Is there a chance he would relieve himself I don't know. I here? don't know. See, I think he's I pretty think. trained. Remember I think, that time, he's, remember that time, time, he's, really trained. think remember, he's pretty see, fine in that, I've, in that I've, front, I've had but, people that are these dog people. but Now, Kirk, I, I want to believe because I love Kirk. I don't know why. I don't know him. Uh, but I feel the same way about but, it. But I, I want to believe that Kirk Herbstreet, let me be clear, DBs out there, dog bringers, <laughs> That he's the kind of guy that is going to be real responsible with his dog, and the dog's not going to yeah. relieve himself on your stuff. And he's highly you think so. <laughs> the, the, the people that really bother me are the people that want to be like Kirk, but they're too lazy to put in the effort for the dog to be well behaved. <laughs> and then when you deal with the dog, he does. You know, we had one drop drop a deuce in the studio. Yeah, one yeah. time. And, and so, Thanks, Rick. That was my dog. so so <laughs> I, I, I I thought it was. Well, I'm thinking of another. No, issue. I know the one you're thinking about in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember. Of all places. You, did you have a dog out here today? Uh, I brought him when the uh, How to Talk Dog people were coming back. And he then dropped the deuce? From, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, I didn't uh, know that. I wasn't referring to that. This but, dog looks kind of older. So at least he's you, 10. 10 so, years old. Okay, so Ben's right. 10. He, he's right. probably going to be okay. But here's the problem. When Ben dies, Kirk's just going to get another one. Oh, no, he he's got several. He's, he's got, got three or four of these dogs. Yeah. I've got you up in there, by the way. Yeah. The Yeah, so he's got three total? Yes. Well, what's so special? This one gets to travel. He does. I don't know if it's his but, age but or see, his the behavior. Problem, training the other but no, but no listen, you understand, too. This is another thing. You, Kirk Herbstreet don't need a support animal. No, he doesn't. No, he's just doing it because he's a no, – He doesn't need an emotional support it. animal, but he's getting away with it. But like what? Well, this is the only problem he, I have. Does he label him as that? Yes. He, he couldn't do this. Here's, the, he, here's one of the – There's a list of things that are misunderstood about Rick Burgess, and here's one of them. I am not anti-dog. Yeah. I'm more anti-dog owners well, because well, because yeah. they, they, they want to you say, because case, I've though. got a dog and I like a dog with me all the time, if you're going to have to deal with it as well, I'm going to bring him to your house. I'm going to have him all over when you come to my house. I'm bringing him to work, to Bubba's Point. I'm bringing him on our – hey, we're on a private plane trying to go call the national championship game, and I'm your, I'm your, I'm your play-by-play guy, and i got to deal with your dog. Can you pull – See, the- can't we enjoy this trip? I mean, yeah. Why have I got to deal with this dog? I mean, this is a big event, right? Yeah. Yeah. McCarthy's playing with. Go ahead. Can I amend? Can I amend Harbaugh? Who's got it better than Ben? Here you go. Better than everybody. This <laughs> here he is. Here we go. On the field. Hey, big ben. Boom, 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 boom. Come on, Big Ben. There we go. I'm sorry, Rick. Listen, I'm sorry that I did this to you, but I wanted I I didn't want you to hear it from anybody else. Thank you, Rick. Let's say you're the coach of Michigan. And you look, you're starting quarterback in pregame, and the national championship game's over scruffing up with a dog. Well, you know what I would think? Hash what I would, you know what I think? Watching this kid who's a little odd, I would think, well, it must be some support animal for him. I've already seen him sitting there in the end zone with his shoes off, you know, meditating. Yeah. Uh, so that'd be another thing. No, I wouldn't like it, Greg. And here's the deal. 
I'm, you know, I love, I'm an optimistic person when it comes to, let me find something positive about this. Yes. Here's something positive about this. I'm now I don't have to worry about getting to know Kirk. <laughs> Because, uh, because because at one time I was working on that, trying to make that happen, hoping it would happen. Now I'm going to release myself from that. You but, know who's not a DB? Who? Pat McAfee. <laughs> <laughs> He'll bring a cowboy hat. What a great reversal. What a great reversal. Rick, right. now you're in the Pat McAfee camp, just based on that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a, I don't have to worry about that anymore. I'm kind of free of it. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes to the top of the hour, uh, wrapping up the college football national championship discussion uh, last night. Uh, We can announce just one more college football story, and then I love this story today that prepares us for the 12-team college uh, football playoff and how it will work coming up next year. We are all fired up about this. Uh, but anyway, Kevin Steele, a uh, long-time, well-respected defensive coordinator. He's worked at many uh, high-level uh, schools, has put some high-level defenses on the field, uh, had returned to Alabama for one season, uh, but now has announced that he will – um, after his third stint at Alabama under Nick Saban, he, he's he's scheduled in three different times. How about Nick Saban hiring you three times? Yeah, he is going to retire. Said uh, he will turn sixty-six in March and has completed his fortieth year in coaching, thirteen years in the SEC. Wow! And uh, he will always have a special place in my heart, Kevin Steele. No matter what you anyone feels about him as a coordinator, as a coach, is because. He was a, a coach, a big-time coach at big-time programs who believed that my oldest son, uh, with uh, even though he was uh, uh, the All-State center in Alabama in 7A, he, that he was only 240 pounds uh, at 6'3", and Kevin Steele said, I believe your son can play for anybody at any level, and I am trying to convince uh, Alabama to, to offer him when that didn't happen, he moved to Clemson, and then I got a call from Dabo saying, "Hey, we'll, we will we will take him here." Uh, and then some other things happened. He ended up at Auburn, but um, Kevin still was. You know, there were a lot of schools, smaller schools that were on Blake. Uh, the bigger schools, it was almost like you had to convince them, even though um, you know uh, he he had proven that he could play, but they were concerned about his weight. Uh, you know, being low, right? Uh, and uh, and I understand that. But Kevin Steele was always so kind about Blake, and was always an advocate for Blake, and so he'll always have a special place in my heart for that alone, uh, for believing in him. Um, you know, he, of course, he, his name has been synonymous with with football for so many years. Oh yeah. But you look, he he had a pretty impressive resume. He did. You know, uh, if you say nothing more than Nick Saban hired me three times, that's that's right. that's, that's pretty high on that's the good. list. Okay, yeah. I don't have it on mine. Uh, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, but how about he was defensive coordinator for twelve of the years, coaching at Alabama, Auburn, Clemson, LSU, and Miami. Played at Tennessee. Coached under some of the biggest names. Get this, Nick Saban. Uh, Bobby Bowden, Tom Osborne, Dabo Sweeney, Johnny Majors. He also coached in the NFL as a linebacker coach for the Carolina Panthers for three years and was Baylor's head coach from 99 to 2002. So uh, let's look to next year. So Kevin still enjoy retirement. You've earned it. Uh, let's look at next year, the 12-team playoff. 
So they're, they're saying that, uh, that we have a story today that will tell you exactly how the teams will be selected under the new format. Uh, it says they will include the six highest-ranked conference champions. They get automatic bids. The top four teams will receive a first-round bye to the quarterfinals. The six highest-ranked teams remaining will round out the 12 format. So if we were playing this year, our 12-team playoff would be Michigan, Washington, Texas, Alabama, Florida State, so y'all wouldn't have to mm-hmm. continue that, that, Georgia, Ohio State, Oregon, Missouri, Penn State, Ole Miss, Oklahoma. Anybody fired up about that playoff? You know, that, that, like it. a good that, watch looks, there. Mm-hmm. that looks pretty good because the first team left out in, that, in this particular scenario would be LSU mm-hmm. at number 13, and they had three losses. Right. So at that point, you really can't say we got the short end of the stick. No. Because you had three times to prove that, and that you didn't. they would be a – they'd get a buy in my format, the yeah. NIT format. They'd be the front runner. Right. That's right. That's yep. right. Yep. But what's some great games, though, right out yes. of the gate. So here, in case y'all are wondering, the quarterfinals next year will feature the Fiesta Bowl, the Peach Bowl, the Rose Bowl, and the Sugar Bowl. Semifinals will be the Cotton Bowl and the Orange Bowl. So there we go. And then the national championship game is in Atlanta. Yep. Ooh. So there you go. And then uh, so it, they'll, they'll use that. So, so read these off, Rick. Who would have played who here? Don't uh, they have an example? Well, yeah, it's right there behind you, I believe. If you yeah. Want yeah is, 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 is that? Yeah. I was looking. Is this the one here where it says, let's see, that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So here's the ones that didn't get a bid. Uh, that did not get a buy. The first round will be Liberty at Florida State. Um, oh, are they talking about that from this? That's year? correct. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're looking correct. at that's like correct. if it yeah. had happened this year. Just Bef- so before you know we the got yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Ole Miss at Georgia, Penn State at Ohio State, Missouri at Oregon. No, Rick, look behind you here on the TV. Okay, yeah, it'd be Penn State, Georgia, Ole Miss, Ohio State, Oregon, Missouri. Florida State and Liberty. Uh, yeah, I grabbed that. Uh, that Rick's story might be correct. My image might be wrong, but yeah. Well, in the story, that's what they have, but I don't know which one's right. What I just read is out of the story. Either way, I'm excited about that. Yeah, yeah. We, we get some idea, don't we? Yeah. So yeah, here's that, that's, uh, that's a fun January. Yeah. Right there. Well, here's what I love. Look at this. First round, December 2021. Exactly. We're rolling. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Second round uh, uh, or quarterfinals, December 31st. Uh, then we got it. We got January one, January nine, January ten, and then the national championship on the twentieth. How does this affect the Heisman Trophy? It's a good question. I, I don't know. Do they just still give it before the playoff? Mm-hmm. I always, it always frustrates me. Like I think we should do that this week. Yeah, I do too. Uh, after I, because after the national title. You, but do y'all realize we get a full month of playoff football? Yes. Yeah. 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 That's Pretty cool. awesome. Uh, did I wait fire anybody up? Yeah. Well, wait till we start my format on the other side. The people didn't get in. We'll even oh, no. start earlier. What are we going to call that? We got to call it something. We can't. It can't be the Helms playoff. But it's uh, losers. Yeah, it's oh, Greg, a, they're not. Don't do the have nots. Yeah, the best of the rest. I think the Fell NIT. A short. NIT just playoff yep. them. Well, Fell a little short. <laughs> right. Well, you know, like we saw Liberty in 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 the bowl. Yeah, that was good. Okay. So we, 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 we do, under, we do <laughs> understand there is a gap there. Now, you, we yeah. can all, and we love these. I do. We all enjoy it, unless it's your team that gets beat. And you'll get when, slipped. When one of these smaller schools rises up on one given day and they yeah. pull some miraculous thing yeah. off and we all jump up and down. But, oh, yeah. but there is a gap on, on a grinded-out schedule week after week. 
so there needs to be um, a a the only sport the, the rest of the college football having some sort of championship of their own. Now I know you would go, Rick. We had that back when we were Division One, One Double A, Division Two, and Division Three. You are correct, but but we something's got to happen. One Double A, and there's this in between. Uh, one double A and one that this I'm 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 Division One, but I'm just doing it for little, the money. Little little show. Yeah. The yeah. only big sport that I think that we get, I guess, parity is baseball because we have right. seen Coastal right. Carolina, we've seen Southern yeah. Miss, we've seen that other team. Well, basketball that, from time um, to time too, because you. But you, but yeah. here we'll have a we'll have a sixteen beat a one mm-hmm. or a fifteen beat a two. Mm-hmm. Very rare, but they don't go any further than that. Right. After that, it's over true, for them. True. And and you narrow down eight teams for the College World Series and a Southern Miss mm-hmm. or a Coastal Carolina who won it one year. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's special. That's hard to do. It is, yeah. I and agree. so that's the only sport I can't think of because I think what you're going to get is you're going to get the results like we saw with Liberty and Oregon. They may win the first game. I don't know, but after that, it's over. Well, what's as far going, as you're going? The arguments you're going to have because LSU would be left out. And the, and the whatever, and when Liberty gets waxed in round one, yeah. everybody's going, oh, y'all tell me they're better than LSU? Well, and the answer's no. <laughs> right. That spot. Right. But you can't, you can't lose three games to get in. Right. No, I got you. In that year. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Proving daily that common sense is a superpower. American heroes. Rick and Bubba. From the Big Boy Studio, out on the bleeding edge of technology, uh, from Sweet Home, Alabama to the world, uh, it is another hour of the Rick and Bubba Show celebrating our 30th anniversary. Uh, if you'd like to grab some of the 30th anniversary swag, uh, it is there, and uh, and you can find it at rickandbubba.com under the store. And we thank you for being the fuel that gave us 30 years. Uh, and now we're rolling in year 31. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy here. Adler's still out, stuck um, at an airport uh, in Dallas, trying to work his way back from San Antonio after attending a funeral. Uh, so he is not with us today, but uh, welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for joining us at the little party we call Rick and Bubba. You know, uh, we at one time uh, we wanted to uh, just kind of propose uh, a new show that would be carried uh, by by some platform, and it was called Slapped at Five. Mm-hmm. Uh, Slapped mm-hmm. at Five would be people that really they get to the point we've all just come to the conclusion they just need to be slapped at five. <laughs> and, and then we would tell you every day at five, here's the people we'll be slapping today that deserve an open hand slap. Right. And uh, I believe that Jimmy Kimmel would work his way onto the show. Jimmy Kimmel is the biggest baby, <laughs> the biggest whiner. Uh, he, he here, but but Jimmy Kimmel really, and I'm not saying that uh, he's in this current battle with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, I, I don't. I'm sure Aaron Rodgers and I agree on very few things. Rick, this uh, is liberal on liberal. Liberal, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but remember, see, there's certain tenets that the the liberals hang on to that even their fellow liberals cannot do. Right. And one thing that Aaron Rodgers has done that is the unforgivable is he has questioned the vaccine. Yes, and that's yes. the that's the unforgivable. Uh, if you're inside the left community, 
you know, you can smoke dope and and and, and think we're all together, but you go, well, he's not a real leftist because he actually had right. the audacity to not want to take a experimental vaccine and thinks that he can be okay without. And it. we forget the vice president was the first person who actually a high-ranking official mm-hmm. suggested she might not take the vaccine when Trump was president. Of course, for all the same reasons, right. because we all know who the president is greatly affects the vaccine. Oh, of course, <laughs> that's so good. So anyway, so now Jimmy is, is probably also, I would say, if you could go to famous phrases and they would put a picture of someone that best represents right. it, Jimmy Kimmel would represent, I can dish it out, but I can't take it. Yes. He, 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 I mean, that, he, he's a comedian. He hammers people all the time. Yeah. No. He also is a good leftist because his past can be forgiven, but your past cannot. Right. You right. do remember his blackface. Oh yeah, and that was oh, recent. It was and the up. stuff he did on the Man Show. Yeah. Oh Good. Well, yeah. Gracious. Yeah. 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 All and that don't stuff. forget about him crying over Cecil the Lion. Oh yeah. That Thank when you. he got talking about yeah. it, got joked up. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. He's just. Uh, and again. Yeah. But anyway, so he's continuing now. This is going to be an example of of what I mean by Jimmy Kimmel. Aaron Rodgers is wicked for taking shots at him, but he can personally just annihilate Aaron Rodgers. Uh, personal, not not just in fun, and it's okay because he is uh, he he he's more important than Aaron Rodgers. He's he's a, he's a uh, his his life is of more value than Aaron Rodgers. He can't be questioned, but Aaron Rodgers can be. But there's a lot of similarities. Oh, yeah. They they both are high ranking professionals. Right. They're both paid a lot. They're both from California. They both right. lived in California. Right. Uh, I mean, there there should be you would think a lot of love between them. Right. But uh, no. somebody crossed the line, and, oh, it's turned into a, a peeing contest now. Now, keep in mind, because trust me, all of us here, we have been attacked by the left uh, uh, a number of times. The left, they're, they're some of the meanest human beings you'll ever deal with, and they they will go low. I mean, I know the Obamas say when people go low, they go high. That's not true. Uh, they always want to attack your intelligence. They, they won't wish your family dead. Uh, you know, wish you dead. Uh, so w- listen, as Kimmel, you can tell he's got his feelings hurt, and he really takes his monologue and goes after Aaron Rodgers. Here we go. Aaron Rodgers has a very high opinion of himself because he had success on the football field. He believes himself to be an extraordinary being. He genuinely thinks that because God gave him the ability to throw a ball, he's smarter than everyone else. The idea that his brain is just average is unfathomable to him. We learned during COVID, somehow he knows more about science than scientists. A guy who went to community college, then got into Cal on a football scholarship and didn't graduate, someone who never spent a minute studying the human body is an expert in the field of immunology. He just put on a, he put on a magic helmet and he, that G made him a genius. It's, Aaron got two A's on his report card. They were both in the word Aaron, okay? That is good. And can you imagine that this hamster-brained man thinks he knows what the government is up to because he's a quarterback doing research on YouTube and listening to podcasts. I looked it up. This is actually a thing. It's called the Dunning-Kruger effect. The Dunning-Kruger effect is a cognitive bias in which people with limited competence in a particular domain overestimate their abilities. In other words, Aaron Rodgers is too arrogant to know how ignorant he is. They let him host Jeopardy for two weeks. Now he knows everything. Look, some of that is funny. 
But, but couldn't but the exact the same were. monologue be used for Jimmy? That was my point. I was about to say the same thing. Jimmy Kimmel just... What made did, him an expert yeah. in, in What's science? his educational background since he wants to point out everybody else? Yeah. You, you may have a good educational may, background. I don't know. But I, I, but if if Aaron Rodgers like if Aaron Rodgers came back to Bubba's point, and you are right, and said, uh, because Jimmy Kimmel has is a comedian, now he thinks he knows everything because he he's got a TV show, so that makes him a genius. Yeah, yeah. you could look s- for that to come yeah, back. You, by you the way, you could say all the because Jimmy Kimmel uh, and others like him, they told us things about the vaccine that they didn't know whether they, it was right or wrong, and it turned out to be wrong. Now you'll never hear Jimmy Kimmel on that, right? Uh, but he acted like he was a vaccine expert. Yeah. Uh, he, he was on he was on that bandwagon yeah. that if you didn't take the vaccine you shouldn't get hospital rooms and you yeah. shouldn't get gurneys. And yeah, so I mean people, he, yeah. he the only way he formed that opinion was listening to somebody else. Correct. He wasn't in the laboratory. Correct. And, and he uh, referred to doctors and the big question then well there were doctors who had the opposite opinion of him about the vaccine right. so they don't count. Well, this there were is, doctors. Well, this is but this is classic left. There's also scientists that do not believe that we've proven that mankind is truly disrupting climate. But what the left will tell you is all scientists agree with them, and if you oppose that view, you you are anti-science. Yeah, they'll do the same. They think every doctor in the world is on board and has never questioned the vaccine, and that's just not true. No, no, yeah. it's it's. Uh, hey, go to the drug makers website. Correct. Uh, right now, and right. I think you'll see some of that. By the way, Jimmy is from New York uh, originally, and he went to Arizona State University and the University of Nevada in Las Vegas. Well, we also have to say that based on the current left stance, Jimmy should not have a show because he one time dressed in blackface. Yep. And yep. he did crude things uh, uh, concerning women. I mean, really crude uh, when he had a show one time. Uh, and now, the, now we would say if he's changed who he is, then he shouldn't be held accountable for those things the rest of his life. No. But the left doesn't say that. No, no, not so, if it was opposite. Right. No. So, so no. I promise you in that monologue right there, if he had the stuff on Aaron Rodgers that we all have on him, he'd have showed us every bit of it. <laughs> and it is funny on the social media. A lot of people will pull the old man show yeah, clips yeah, of him yeah. while he's up there ranting and crying about <clears throat> Cecil the Lion or whatever, oh, or, or the plight of women. And, and, and they'll, and and they'll show women on trampolines. Right, yeah. Well, and I saw one the other day where he was like sniffing somebody's rear end and <laughs> making lewd, lewd motions behind her when she wasn't looking. Now, now, see, I know he just did something stupid when he was younger. Yeah. I could let that go. I did, too. But but, but that's not how they play. No. Well, and the fact, he can be very funny. Uh, and yeah. he's done a good oh, job. Yeah. He wouldn't be at that, I, I, at that I've, I've always found him to be funny when he when he gets off all this. Oh, yeah. When he's not angry or crying. Yeah. He's just entertaining. Yeah. We'll come back. Phone calls are next. Uh, our number is 629-WE-BE-BIG. 629-WE-BE-BIG. All 10 lines are available. Yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. Watch it. Now, now imagine, I mean, this is, or some of it's maybe too lewd to play. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that. Yeah, yeah. Like, yes. Maybe that part. Yeah, so that's. Um, Thank you, Speedy. Thank you. That's I what like I, Speedy in there. That was, that was what I was talking about. Uh, your phone calls are next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba show. Here we go uh, as we make our way back. Thank you for being with us. It's phone calls. The real Greg Burgess taking phone calls at six two nine 
We Be Big. He's got some folks up ready to go, but also uh, there's lines available so you can get in right now. Uh, so just uh, give us uh, give us a shout, and we'll find out what is on your mind. Coming up in 2024, a lot going on. Uh, going to Dothan Thursday night, the land of News Talk 103.9, be it Ridgecrest Baptist, talking to those men as they go in year two of the men's discipleship strategy uh, from themanchurch.com. Kevin Derryberry, Hope Hull Community Church in Hope Hull, Alabama, coming up Thursday night as well as they'll kick off their first year. The Man Church Conference is also coming up this year, February 16th and 17th uh, at the Wright Center at Sanford University. Robbie Gallaty uh, will be with us, our, our Bubba, as we know him best, as a K4RGA. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he, he'll be coming along with uh, Rich Wingo, Andy Blanks, myself, and Chuck Hooten leading worship. And then uh, coming up in Starkville, Mississippi. Uh, just a few seats remain to that uh, for that, but they are available. There are some still there. Granger Smith on March 8th and 9th. Granger will be speaking. Uh, also, uh, our own James Spann will be speaking. He has a fascinating story about his life. Uh, we also hear from Scott Dawson, and uh, you'll hear from Andy Blanks, and I'll be speaking there as well, Chuck Hooten doing worship. We'll also introduce the, some new 2024 resources. So if you can make it to those man churches, getting some emails now about people getting hotel rooms and all that, getting ready for that, they're almost here. And don't forget, up in Hendersonville, Tennessee, uh, at Robbie Gallaty's Church, Long Hollow, there's a men's conference the 26th and 27th of this month. I'll be joining David Pollock there, uh, also Robbie Gallaty. There'll be uh, Scott Dawson will be speaking there too. And they have a mystery uh, person, Bubba, that may be tied to the Minnesota Vikings that will also be speaking. And Robbie said when he's on with us here shortly, in the next few days, he will announce who that is. Uh, To the phones we go. uh, Let's start with Mike. He's got plenty of time to speak. I yes, he that. did. Well, he yeah. said that. He said the reason why we couldn't announce it is we didn't know, we didn't know if we were going to make the playoffs. Now that they're not, we I think it was it. safe to go ahead. Yeah, uh, let's go to Mike. Mike, welcome to Rick and Bub. If you want to join us, we got a line for you too. Go ahead, Mike. Good morning, fellas. Did either of y'all catch the uh, Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl? I did not. No. Uh, I'm trying to think what was, game that was. It was Toledo versus Wyoming. Uh, I don't think I saw it. Did not. Well, well, it was a couple of the guys from Barstool Sports were calling the game, and they uh, were completely unprofessional. But that was the best part about it because they took two bum teams and made it a good, good TV. And it made me think: what if Rick and Bubba had a, a bowl game, the Birmingham Bowl, and the winners got the Sports Czar Trophy? You know, there is a Birmingham Bowl, and but your idea of us actually being the play-by-play team, I, I don't know if you know this in Rick and Bubba history since we're celebrating 30 years, we were actually the play-by-play team for an XFL team that was in Birmingham. You remember the time period of that, when that was? Uh, the Bolts. Uh, but I mean, you remember when it was? You know, Rick, uh, yeah, when that was. look back. Yeah. It was one – there's two things in Rick and Bubba history that, that had one glorious year. Our restaurant and our team that we were the play-by-play for, but we did it. It sounds like very similar to how these guys did it, and we had a blast. Greg did the halftime show, and he would point out people he thought were puds or soft in the first half. Uh, we had a blast with it. We really did. Uh, so, so, so was well, so was that just local that y'all called the games, or was that on? Yeah, it, like, it, on it, NBC? It, no, it was no, on a, it was on a local, local FM. Yeah. It was radio. Um, and we oh, had okay. the idea, basically, we wanted to even do it more uh, laid back, more like the Manning cast. Yeah. And uh, we'd even pitch that for 
for college football too. Yeah. And uh, yep. you know, nobody, everybody look at you like you had a horn growing out of your head it, at the time. Yeah, right uh, now when you watch the Manning cast, you watch the Pat McAfee. I'm over here on ESPN two. Uh, the one where they all stand around yeah. on the sideline. Maybe that's the same one. All this stuff you're talking about, we were doing years ago, and everybody was like, "No, that'll never work." <laughs> Yeah, and uh, so, but yeah, on that, much yeah. like the scoreboard show we did, right? Yeah, right. The pitching roundup. I don't know that you can find on YouTube any of the play-by-play stuff that we did. I know, Bubba, you have some of it, but <laughs> well, uh, it was it, on that, and uh, uh, it's it's hard to get a dat who dat tape played who dat. Uh, Who that playing that dad? Six two nine. We be big. Lines are available for you if you want to join us. Joseph in Sweet Home, Alabama. Joseph, go ahead. What's up, Rick and Bubba? How y'all doing this morning? We're ready Great. to go, buddy. Can't can't wait. Draw back like a flip. Uh, I just want to let you know. I was telling your brother Greg, uh, Southern Baptist Church in Pell City. We do the pursuit that you do in your Bible study. Oh, good. It has rocked my world, buddy. Oh, I just want to let y'all know that. Thank you. So, is is this the first curriculum that your church has done? Is this the, y'all's first step into it? No, sir. We've been doing it a while. I think we're on uh, lesson six. We uh, okay. I think, but but it's the first curriculum. This is the because we have four of them. We have five in the spring. This is the first curriculum you did, the very first one. I think so. Okay. Well, thank you for that. I'll pass. Matter of fact, today we've got a meeting planning for these conferences and the new stuff that's coming out. And I'll tell all the guys that work on that, Adler and Andy Blanks and Les Bradford and all of our writers and everything. I will pass along to them um, uh, the, those compliments. And I'm glad to hear that. And I hope you all will continue in the other curriculum when you finish this one. Yes, sir. We'll do. Thank you, man, very much. You can find those at themanchurch.com. Rick, Joseph, hold yeah. on, Rick. Don't don't let your mind play with you later because okay. you're going to have an email that's in your inbox right now with that church from Pell City about a speaker. Oh, really? So I don't want you to go, what, is this the same thing? <laughs> really? That's re- weird on the time. I yeah. just sent it to you like 10 minutes ago. How about that? Yeah. Okay, so I guess that they're going to have to have a they service a to it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's good. Yeah, the, the that first one, that's the first one we ever did, and it was um, – um, it's, it, man, it, it, it impacted us while we're doing them. I promise you it's, it's a, it's a strong curriculum, but they kind of build, you know, like, a almost like college, you know, the, the first two are 100, 200 level. Then you get to kind of 300, 400 level and, and as they go, but you can do them in any order you want to, but if you, if we can help you with that, we will, cause they are kind of designed to go in a certain order. Joseph, uh, another Joseph, uh, uh, out of Alabama as well. Go right ahead. Biggins. Hey buddy. Hey, Green Acres this morning. Thank you very much. Appreciate the call. What's on your mind? Hey, I, hey yesterday I celebrated my birthday, and I got a call from my daughter and had a grandbaby on my birthday. How about that? So y'all going to share a birthday? Uh, we going to share the birthday. Well, that that uh, I don't know that it can get any better than that. Is this, is this your first grandchild? Uh, no, it's my third, but it's the best birthday present I ever got in my life. Well, congratulations. So how old are you now? Uh, 58 years young, 58 years old. Okay. Well, that's great, man. Congratulations to you. And, uh, like I say, I guess everybody who tried to get you something for your birthday feels kind of lame now, Yeah, but, uh, but I mean, yeah, Yeah. you're you're, you're, following that up. Yeah. Your, your, your your daughter is actually going to be the me monster of the gifts, uh, for dad. Uh, let's go to Michael in uh, Alabama as well. Michael, go ahead. Hey, good morning. Uh, I'm just curious, uh, 
Does anybody do uh, Leonard's Losers anymore? <laughs> you know, I, I loved that when I was a, a kid, and I think I even got to play it one time, my first radio jobs. Yep. Bubba, is, does that even exist anymore? I, I don't know. Do I don't know. know. You know, we you. used to have a guy call in here that did an imitation he did. of it. He did. But I, uh, the original, I don't know. I can tell you who can tell you. I'll text my mom right now. Mac Daddy will know if this is <laughs> He loved it, didn't he? He loved it. <laughs> do you know how many times as a kid and all through my life growing up had to listen to that? It was very creatively written, and what it, what they would do instead of telling you who was going to win, they would tell you who was going to lose. Yes. Right. And, and but That's the good. way that he would he use their mascots and, yes, and how he yeah. would tell you how he thought the game was going to go. It, it was it, really brilliantly done. It was, it was really very clever, good, really good. But I, I'm sure the guy who did it has passed away. But I would think. I so. just wonder, did anybody step up? But but and, and another thing I'll ask you, I know that after Paul Harvey died, that you know you had people try to keep doing right. that and using commentary. Right. Did that make it? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. That was an ABC product. Right. Um, I, I really don't. I know they have been in program. Gil Gross so did it for a while, yeah. and then I think Paul's son was doing it for a Fred while. Fred Thompson did it for a while. Did he really? Yeah. But I, you know, I, you know, sometimes when they they try, it's kind of like, well, I'm, I'm probably going to say that. All right, we'll we'll come back. Uh, and uh, you know, sometimes people are just so branded on something that I know. Yeah. Uh, bottom of the hour, we'll be back. More Rick and Bubba coming up. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour. You got the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us today. Well, it's uh, it always does my heart, literally, uh, good to hear another person say, "Hey, Burge, I'm on Field of Greens now. I mean, I heard you. I'm doing it. Now. I love it. Uh, and uh, you know, I told y'all this year. You know, because my wife, she's a uh, a healthy lady and, uh, you know, and has always been good about exercising and all this. She said, of course, the only trouble she has is because she's married me and I introduced her to a different life <laughs> a different, and all this. But she was kind of saying, hey, Field of Greens, that's a good thing for you. But, you know, you, you probably need it more than I do. And this year, as you know, we're all getting a little bit older. I said, I'm telling you, if you're, you need to get on Field of Greens with me. And now she is. And she's like, wow. Uh, you, you did not exaggerate, but it, but it works, but, but shouldn't it work? If you put the right fuel into your body, shouldn't your body operate better? Uh, but it's tough. And it? I mean, it, I, some of you may be able to do it. I, I'm not, uh, to get five servings of fruits and vegetables in a day. I've never been able to pull that off, but we'll, with field of greens. Um, I, this is something that, you know, the Mayo Clinic even came out with that. It said, if you want to prevent heart disease, as well as lower blood pressure and cholesterol, Five servings of fruits and vegetables every day goes a long way to get that done. And if you want to make sure your body's getting that and getting the right vegetables and the right fruits, because they're not all the same, Field of Greens is the way to go. You're going to love this product, okay? Uh, you're going to notice your hair looks better, your, your skin looks better, your nails look healthier. Save 15% right now by going to fieldofgreens.com using the promo code Bubba. I can't wait for you to get started. Fieldofgreens.com with the promo code Bubba to save 15%. You also find a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. Uh, when Sherry found out that I had even, some even down at Camp House, she goes, so you're real serious about this field of greens. <laughs> I've got some down there. I've got some in my office. I've got some at home. I don't want to be anywhere without it. Uh, all right. So, by the way, got an update on Leonard's loser. You probably you got the same, same email. He said, guys, I hate to report to you it's gone. Leonard um, uh, passed away. I think his son tried to reboot it, but it just never did happen. Uh, and says, so So for Leonard Post Toasty, get me out of here, Percy. 
<laughs> uh, so, <remember> that? <laughs> oh, yeah. so anyway, so they said it didn't happen. All right, so Bubba, we, every, every every community has a mountain brook, okay? And uh, now, in, in, what do we mean by that? Well, that's that, that's old money, Rick. Old money. Yeah. This is where you, the 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 truly rich folk live. Yeah. Uh, and you hear us make Mountain Brook jokes on the show all the time, and and the local people laugh. Some of you around the country, if you picked up the type of community we're talking about, you probably get a little chuckle too. But we've all got that. You know, it's it's a different way of life over there. Now we're it not is. talking about new money. No, no we're, we're, talk, is, we're talking about old third money. and fourth generation. Yeah, we're talking stuff. about we're yeah. talking about old money. New yeah. money and credit don't count. No, it doesn't count. Uh, That's Vestavia. There's, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of people in big houses, and they and it's crippling <laughs> I them that financial. Was the be money. You it know, is. It, is. it is. You know, a lot people of Vestavia want you to think they have money. <laughs> right, Mountain Brook people actually have money. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, that's, that's so so funny you said that. Uh, but anyway, so and you heard what happened, didn't you? I remember. Rick, I heard oh. there was some. Uh, what happened? Some criminal activity. Criminal activity uh, said they actually arrested somebody the other night for a drive-by snubbing. Yeah, yeah. That, by the way, we're going to do that every single time. Every time. That, by the way, that was told to us by a Mountain Brook. It was, and then the and other I, thing he said is they lost the quarterback for the season because he fell in his portfolio. <laughs> <laughs> so stuff. so anyway, uh, but this you know their parties are just different kind of parties. But um, there's a story on al.com today, which is an, an Alabama news source, and apparently there's a there's a brookie uh, that was having some sort of brookie party, uh, and and got stuck, Greg, in a giant urn. Okay, um, and, and, Rick, like, this, you know one of those big old the, decorative ones. Yeah, they oh, have, yeah, 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 yeah. This started going viral over the weekend. <laughs> what, wait and, a minute, uh, <laughs> and you see, we can't play the audio from it. It is He's funny. Trying to be short, but there is some uh, some language here. But he is stuck in this very expensive. Somebody better urn. get a big hammer. <laughs> Well, that's uh, uh, t- one point here. He's calling for the fire department. Uh, Greg, his face. Greg, Greg, yeah. he's stuck in the urn. Thought he was funny at the party, but he's stuck in it. And when people start giving advice, we can't play it. He's he screaming, gets, "I did that!" Man, it. yeah, and he gets mad about it. And I think, oh, I think boy. they do end up having to break this expensive vase oh, to wow. get him out. Uh, and he went past it, that point of no return when it, you just should have stopped. Yeah. Mm. In, in the process, I think he That's... he was taking his pants off to try to get out. So yes. when they they busted him out, he was pantsless. Well, here's <laughs> here, here, listen. Here's good news for him. He's got 13 million views and counting. Oh, yeah. That's great. Okay. And that, Rick, that that was like yesterday. I bet it's more than that. Today. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one party. Look at one guy's got his drink. He, he won't, won't drop set it. His drink. He, he gonna put that drink down. <laughs> yeah, how about this? A little scotch on the rocks. That's the problem with hanging around with them. this bunch. Nobody can really help you when they won't put their drink down. <laughs> no. Uh, but anyway, uh, left one, arm ain't doing it. It says one of the party goers does try to hack away at it with a chisel. Uh, I, I don't know that Guys, we have that. But I don't uh, know how tall he is, but that's a lot of him in mm, that urn. Yeah, it, it is. is. Listen to this. This is how people see uh, this, this type of world. Okay, listen to this. The video has everything. An angry white boy named Connor, southern accent, concerned white women that aren't helping, white wine, some some stupid something only a drunk white guy would do, playing old school hip hop, an ugly vase, a woman wearing a fur, navy blazer with jeans. Got it all. Rick has got it all. The whitest thing they've ever seen. This is the whitest thing they said they've ever seen. Um, I'm, I'm trying to figure out who he's mad at. 
Well, he's I mean, mad, but nobody th- stuffed him. Well, in uh, what makes probably him, at himself. What makes him, him mad is when he stuck. Is what, what, what keep in mind now? You're doing people's had to be drinks in them, <laughs> yeah. and so they're all making <laughs> suggestions that are aggravating him because he's like, "I'm already yeah. trying that. Yeah. Yeah. Done it, yeah. done yeah. it." Yeah. Some of the audio is, hey, "Just pull yourself out." <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. My favorite is he. He does not take kindly to take your belt off. <laughs> <laughs> He didn't like that. No, he oh. didn't. So they finally got a big hammer in there and busted it. <laughs> he yep. said, call the fire department to break this Blakely Brank face. <laughs> people, are, people are estimating uh, the cost of the vase to be between $500 and $3,000. Right, right. Greg, uh, we, kind of an expensive I don't know party we, joke. I don't know if we can play what it, but it's, it says that the, the, there is a play-by-play uh, of the ordeal, and you hear a cracking sound, and the crowd cheers, he's free. <laughs> 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 it's been shattered. Shatter. Well, he is stressed. He's out. okay, the and, and all that. But they say, like Bubba said, we're, we're a little ta- sore. Some say it, 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 that um, that, uh, and maybe oh, you hey, said this. Good. I know it, the low end's actually five hundred. They think it may be more yeah, expensive than that. Yeah, up to three thousand. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, and 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 you know, oh, he'll pay it, twice. Then. It, I like uh, to see you get that mic turned on. <laughs> Rick, 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 Rick. Look, he's got more. Look. This must be when it it started. He said, I'm stuck. First of all, let's talk about why he's in it. (laughs) Look behind him tearing one. By the way, the Kennedys called want their hairdo back. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But uh, so he's. That guy behind him, I don't really care. No, he didn't. You know know in the future, if you were in our group, if, if he said anything to you. Oh, on, yeah. he, he could even have the high ground on, oh, on yeah. the situation. And yeah. you go, well, at least I didn't get stuck in an urn. That's the rest of his life. Yeah. Yeah, that's oh, the yeah. rest of his life. I yeah. don't know that that wouldn't become his nickname, Urn. Yeah. Hey, Urn. Yeah, when you say seen Move Urn. Move it to Ernie. You say seen Urn to him, it has nothing to do with deer hunting. Guys, <laughs> that, is, that is incredible. He starts out like saying, I'm stuck, hey, hey, it's funny. But yeah. then he starts getting aggravated with the fact yeah. he can't get out. Yeah. Over and, course, and then here, here comes all your friends with about three yeah. in. <laughs> get and, real. Real. Got, hey, hey. Got, and none of them want to be bothered by it. No, really. Yeah, they, they, want <laughs> they want a refill. They want a refill. They do not want to be bothered by that. <laughs> and see, this is another good reason, I think, to go hunting, Rick. Right, it is. Because I've never got stuck in an urn when I was out hunting. Yeah, I might have seen urn, but yeah. I ain't never been in one. I get in urn. No, And plus, it seems to be a little tiny. Not not an overly large fella. So is this? Uh, Should we read this? So he looks at it and goes, "I tell you what, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna see if I can get in this mm-hmm. thing." Right. Do, should, mm-hmm. should, should, okay. Yeah. He's, hey, he's yes, confirming. I he was, says, "Yes, I'm. I'm the guy that was stuck in the case, and yes, vase, I should say. And, the, and these are my pants that I was wearing. Okay. Same pants. Okay. Well, he ought to auction them off for something for a charity. Funny. <laughs> what about that point when you realize you're stuck and there's no getting out? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, it's not good. And, uh, and and now and you know did. somebody dared him to do it. Uh, well, yeah, Greg. Of course they did. Uh, you think you uh, sit down in that vase? Of course. <laughs> are are the one that was really more like what I remember. Uh, uh, anybody, anybody dared me to get in that vase? <laughs> Plus, Rick, you know he was trying to be the life of the party. I'm sure, he was. <laughs> it's gonna be cute, right? <laughs> 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 now there's all kinds of memes about him too. So this is the beauty of, of the times we're living in. So he's a, he's a He's an internet star now. Yeah, he's got it. But he just needs to embrace it. Looks like he yeah, yeah, you should make a little money off of it. Look, it's just you got stuck in urns. It's not the end of the world. Yeah, it ain't. No. Have a, it's much worse. Have a little fun with it. Have you a know, little fun. It's, it's funny until somebody loses a leg. <laughs> right. Now, I'll tell you, R, if you're the owner of the urn, it's funny until somebody breaks my vase. <laughs> yeah. Right. Been in my family for years. I'm sorry, Mountain Brook Boss. Do you, do you mark him off your guest list for your next yes. party? Because yep. you go, well, I don't yep. want to lose any of our yep. furniture. Yep. There'll be a line drawn through Connor. When he's on the list. (laughs) We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this.
Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Welcome back to the Rick and Bubba Show, coming to you live from the EIB building in downtown New York City. Now, Rick and Bubba. It is 10 minutes to the top of the hour. You got the Rick and Bubba Show. Here we go. Working our way back. We'll chat more with you coming up uh, again next hour. Right now, let's look at America. Looking a little sickly, uh, Bubba. It looks like uh, the profit stars uh, continue to come in. We're running out of room on the wall. Uh, something that uh, Bubba brought up and we, we discussed here on the program appears to be happening. Rick, the Secretary of State for Missouri, Jay Ashcroft, has said on Friday that he hates to do it, but if Donald Trump's name is left off the Missouri ballot by any way that it's forced off, Mm -hmm. that he, as the top election officer, will also remove Joe Biden's name. There we go. So, as predicted, uh, you're going to see a tit for tat in this. That was why there was no real need to go down this avenue to begin with. Um, Following that, it was brought up, uh, the Texas uh, Attorney General or I should say Secretary of State, said that Texas will follow suit. Mm-hmm. He points out, and he's writing, uh, the Supreme Court has agreed, by the way, to hear the Colorado case. Uh, he said, what has happened in Colorado and Maine is disgraceful and undermines our republic. Uh, while I expect the Supreme Court to overturn this, if not, Secretaries of State will step in and ensure the new legal standard for the real Donald Trump applies equally also to at Joe Biden. Ashcroft posted this online shortly after the Supreme Court agreed to review the Colorado decision. Uh, Colorado's court based the ruling, barring Trump from the ballot, on the Constitution's 14th Amendment, which bars those who engage in insurrection from running for various federal offices. Ashcroft said uh, that he wanted to remind people how serious this is. He said, I'm 99% certain the Supreme Court will stop it, but if they don't, chaos is ahead and we've got to avoid it, he told NBC News. Ashcroft said he will be filing a brief with the Supreme Court that said that he believes if Colorado's disqualification is allowed to stand, Democrat states are not going to let those Republicans run. He said, you bet you can see the same thing happening from Republican states, and it's not good. If you're playing a basketball game and the other team doesn't have to dribble the ball, eventually you're going to say, why am I worried about dribbling the ball? Correct. (laughs) Ask how he would qualify a disqualification for Biden from the ballot on insurrection. He said, let an invasion unstopped into our country from the border. He also added that the VP, Kamala Harris, had supported people who were rebelling against the U.S. government during the riots in 2020. This was during the summer of George Floyd. If this is the standard, does it not suddenly mean that she's not allowed to run also? None of us can say because there is no standard. The Biden campaign did not 
immediately respond. So this is just what uh, was, was warned about, yeah. and, and if this is how you can play uh, to keep the people from making their decision is to find some way to remove someone for the ballot, whether you can substantiate it or not, and the standard, of course, is extremely high to do that, uh, then the opposing party says, oh, is that the standards? Well, it looks like your, your candidate uh, is guilty of some of that as well. Yeah, well, here's the problem. We can't prove it, but if all you got to do is just allege it, then here we go. Well, here's the problem, and this is where I thought the Colorado Supreme Court just went way out on a limb. Donald Trump hasn't been convicted of anything. This was just, hey, our opinion. We think what he did by leading a pep rally before these people went up to the uh, Capitol was insurrection. Right. Well, there's a fine line between free speech and insurrection if you want to go, if you want to play that game. Sure. Uh, is he, is he not? I don't know. A court hasn't decided yet. Right. I think you're a little early on this. I think even if you have some kangaroo court say that he was responsible for that, and that is possible, by the way, you still have an argument that until it is fully run through the courts or what I like to call due process, you can't make a move on that, especially to the point of removing a, the one of the two major political candidates, uh, parties in our country, their candidate who is leading their their race overwhelmingly off the ballot. This turns into banana republic, and that's what we've seen yeah. many, many times in these little dictator countries around the world that got that term where they will just simply make it so their opponent can't run. Now, we're a democracy. We're going to vote, but guess what? I'm the only one on the ballot, and the guy who had votes that were even close to me, well, we found he had some parking tickets, overdue library books, and mysteriously fell in the shower, hit his head, and is no longer with us. And then they'll turn around and call the person they're removing a fascist. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, By the way, people don't know the definition of fascist. Y'all need to go back. <laughs> go, Ronald, if you are a fascist. Ronald Reagan <laughs> explained it perfect. He, he, there's a video clip of him telling you what a fascist is and communist. Some of y'all, you got it all wrong. Right. Just because you disagree with somebody passionately does not make them a fascist. No, it doesn't. No, it does not. Uh, and trying to remove them and silence people from speaking and also rig elections where there's only one person to vote for. Well, now, now that, <laughs> that, now that, that may be another topic. That, that, uh, uh, so I, I don't know. And, and, and all of you would say correctly, to, and Bubba's point is valid, well, these things you could accuse Kamala Harris and Joe Biden of have never been proven. They've never been found guilty of them. You're right. Neither has Donald Trump. <laughs> Y'all, we've got to get back to rule of law here. It's not what I think and I feel is that it cannot be the rule of law. I mean, that's mob. That's that's what our forefathers was trying to prevent, mob rule on things. There's a difference in majority rule and mob rule. It also makes you wonder what what you fear. I mean, Donald Trump ran against Joe Biden already and lost. Yeah. So you all these people that question how that happened, this is only fueling that. Because you seem like you're afraid for him to get a shot because this time you might not be able to do what you did before. Now, I'm not saying there's been no proof that anything happened that impacted the election. No one's been able to prove that. Some of it was never heard. I no understand. prosecutable evidence ever made that. it to a court. Right? I understand. And there were some <clears throat> things that went on that were shady. Yeah. 100% I agree with you. However, uh, if we are a country uh, of, of the rule of law, no one ever proved that there was election tampering, so you have to move forward, and we haven't removed Joe Biden. Well, 
if if you know that you can win and you didn't do anything wrong, why would you fear a candidate that lost last time? I'd almost be pulling for it. Well, let me ask you this, Rick, <clears throat> especially in this case. If you supported Joe Biden before, mm-hmm. you won, you went in, you've done what you wanted to do, wouldn't you be glad to take him on again because you have a record yeah, to run on now? Absolutely. You can say, look how good we look, did look when, we well had we did. The, when we had the football. Look how good we did. Of course, the problem is you haven't. The, then you got a problem. Right. Yeah. I don't think that the Biden uh, campaign strategy will be, look at Are your- Are you better off now than you were <laughs> four years your, ago? Look at, your, right. look at your life now. Are you better off now than you were four years ago? Now, what the Democrats do is they will say, well, the reason why the answer to that's no is because of Donald Trump. Right. Now, right. And, what, and mean Republicans right. and people who believe in God right. and have guns. It's not our economic plan. It's not our taxation. It's not our open border. It's not our ridiculous uh, religion of green energy. It's not that. It's because Donald Trump uh, puts mean things on Twitter. That's why. Our ex or whatever it's called now. Uh, and, and, and you I, know what's sad? So much of this could be you could make a major tidal wave to correcting it day one if you simply will open up those oil fields again to be leased and for oil to be pumped out of and open up the pipeline and quit shutting all that down. Just just the fact you're going to do it will cause prices to come down. Yeah. Top of the hour, if you leave us, don't forget you can get all the Rick and Bubba content on your own time on our podcast channel and YouTube channel. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant gurus. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. 30 years that experience has been underway. 30 big ones. We're in year 31 now. Celebrate 30 years of the Rick and Bubba show with us this year. Uh, We are glad that you're here and a big thank you to each and every one of you that have been with us for many years, or maybe you're, you've just been with us for a few minutes. We're glad that you're here. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, uh, Helmsy here, Adler out, uh, and welcome back, Bill Bubba Bus. Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for joining us. What a pleasure and an honor it is to serve you each and every day. Well, uh, Bubba, this is uh, always a lot of fun. You, you, you mentioned kind of the state of things. Uh, Where did he go? Biden update. Where did he go? Everybody. He's hiding in the basement. Does anybody know? No, basement Joe. I said basement Joe. Uh, so here, in, in there, and it's a tough task because of the state of Joe, but it's an old uh, play out of the Democratic playbook. Uh-oh, looks like uh, black folks are starting to think that maybe we're not the answer to all their problems and they're not buying our garbage. Uh, and they are drifting over to think about voting some other way since uh, they seem to be facing the same problems that we always claim to solve. So this is when uh, your white liberals begin to act like they're black. Uh, and uh, they will pretend that they hang uh, with people of color all the time, uh, that, they've been, that they've been champions for people of color their entire lives. Uh, now, of course, if you do some fact-checking, you're probably going to find out that most of this is uh, exaggerated or doesn't exist at all. Uh, so here comes the president, and, and you know, keep in mind, you, we're all seeing the polls. They're losing black voters in, in, in pretty big numbers. I'll tell you why. A bad economy and everything costs more has no skin color. Yeah. 
Okay. And when you look and go, look, this investment and this guilting us into these ridiculous green ideas, as you were talking about, Bubba, stopping the drilling, uh, this open border, everything is going through the roof, including my utilities. There comes a point where suddenly this thing of you're not really black if you don't vote for us, uh, as Biden has said oh, yeah. directly, Quote. Uh, it starts to wear, wear a little thin. Well, here comes Biden trying again to present himself as the champion of black people. Here we go. So a home owned by today, a home owned by a black family on one side of a highway, built by the same builder on the other side of the highway, and a white guy living in it, the white guy's home is valued more than the black guy. No, I know you know it, but guess what? That's how you build generational wealth. Okay. And guess what? <laughs> guess what, Joe? Have we really cited any proof of that? Yeah, I'd like to see a little bit of proof of that, because a lot of times uh, when people are valuing a house, they look for the houses near them and how much they cost, and they don't ever look to see who lives in them. I bet you could go to Zillow, and it would it would not even be close to what he's describing. No. Yeah, it's. Uh, I've never had anybody come in and say, "Now look, we tried to find some comparables near you uh, to value this house, and we found two, but black people are in." Yeah. Uh, so uh, I, I don't even. I don't. We're, we're going to continue have to, looking we're, for white. We're, 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 we're going to have to drop that by a few hundred thousand. On Zillow, I don't. I don't even see a line for that. No, it's not no, there. No, it's you know, not there. You know why, Bubba? Because it's not there. Um, all right. So Rick, now, I'm sure there has been some situations in our past where some idiot has done something. Of course, un- sure, of course, unethical. But I don't think it is a a big time across the board problem. No, there's no doubt in the past that you know you, there were there were vacancy signs for apartments, and suddenly there's no vacancy because you're black. That absolutely has been part of our past, and if some of that still goes on now, it should be pointed out and yeah, stopped. Uh, were there people that uh, did not want people of color to live in their neighborhood? Absolutely that happened. But what he's talking about right now, you'd have a hard time finding proof. And then here comes the next one. This is the classic white liberal. They pretend things like they've always – you do remember when Clinton put his office in Harlem yeah. and tried to yeah. pretend like that he was black and, and that he, he spends a tremendous amount of time with black people. Here goes uh, President Biden. He's going to now con- try to convince us that he goes to a black church more than he goes to any other church. And, 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 and here, here we go. I was talking downstairs. I, uh, I've spent more time in uh, – the uh, Bethel AME Church in Wilmington, Delaware, than I have uh, than most people I know, black or white, have spent in that church. Because that's where I started. A civil, no, I'm serious. I started a civil rights movement. I used to go to 7:30 mass, then I'd go to 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock service with the reverend who was then running the church. Is now the bishop. He's a bishop, and I'm told your bishop had been there before in South Africa. And that's where he is right now. The point is that I've been blessed to worship here before as well. Now, the yeah, point is, y'all are black, so y'all should vote for me. That's the point you're trying to make. Now, this, this, narrative you, this narrative you come up with is, is bizarre. Uh, <clears throat> Whether that's true or not, it's irrelevant. Why are we even discussing? Why does well, he even know why? say that? Because gotta, I know, because he's, he's, he's a politician. you got to hear what he's saying. I know. I know. He, he's, he's, I know why, Rick. It just bothers me. That right. That's the route we go. Well, now the part, ah, the part where you got to watch him because gracious. Greg is the master of pointing this out. He's helped me. People who lie a lot, even no matter how good they are, if you'll pay attention, they have a tick. 
They do. Every they, time they're, they're going to lie. They'll signal it. Yeah, and his signal is he he tells you he's not kidding or he's serious. Yeah, that's serious. No, yeah, I'm serious. when he yeah. says something that's not true, he has to double down, even though no one's asked him no, to double I'm not down. Kidding. No. no one's even doubted. No one's accused him of kidding. Right, but he always wants you to know that he's not kidding and what he's saying is true, which means it's not. I mean, and we, we've seen people get up on their toes when they say things. Right. That's a telltale sign. Yeah, slap, slap their leg. Slap their uh, leg. I tell you, yeah, what I was. Uh, now, let me let me ask you this one. He's admitted. Because you know this is where, this this is where he runs into a little bit of a bind that he's Catholic, okay. So he has to find a way for being Catholic and still attending this church that's not Catholic. Even though he's been to it, right? So, so he gets himself in a bit of trouble, and he has to acknowledge. Now I did go to mass first because now he's going to upset the Catholic. <laughs> yeah. Brother. Yeah. Of course, I don't know anybody who's a true Catholic that finds him to be a good representation of the faith. But uh, he's got he's got some real issues with the Catholic Church. Yeah. But now with this new pope, he'll eventually line up with him perfectly. Sure. But uh, but he uh, he he's trying to find a way that he was still attending this church a lot, even though he he. Yeah. Didn't the, didn't the Pope hand down an edict that uh, they couldn't keep denying him the Lord's Supper? You know, many of the local Pope, ones Pope would Fran- not. Yeah, yeah Pope they, Francis yeah. is is is, is on, on some bizarre roads right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The uh, he's coming up with all kinds of new things. But um, but anyway, so uh, uh, this is nothing but pandering. I think that black people are starting to grow weary of it because I just if if I was a person of color. The way I'm treated by the left would be highly offensive to me because they basically treat me like I'm stupid. Yeah, exactly. And, and that I have no hope without yeah, them. Without them, I'm completely right. lost. Uh, so here he goes. Uh, he skips uh, Iowa <laughs> and New Hampshire primaries, and instead he goes straight to South Carolina where he gets heckled and booed in a church. So here, here, here he is uh, in South Carolina. Uh, here we go. There's no path from this darkness. That's all right. 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 What do you say? Cease fire now, maybe? Yeah. That's uh, is, is this Palestinian people? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He, it, yeah, so so this is the same church he was in. So he was he fixing to take it. Okay. Hold on now. Let me repeat again how many times I went to this black church. So y'all <laughs> right. calm down. Yeah, I don't want y'all talking to me about the Middle East. I need to talk about all the black churches I've been to. Yeah. So that, yeah, that wasn't what well, I was I'm not finished. Yeah, right. I'm, not, I'm not finished. So I, I don't know uh, if if they if the left will get away with this propaganda again. Um, polls are showing at least not at the level they once did. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I yeah. don't know. You know, because I think all of us are starting to realize. Ceasefire. Uh, that, you know. Speaking of this protesting going on, did you see the one in New York? Yes. And the guy had enough of it? Yes, I have. We have that, too. We'll play that for you. We'll come back. Uh, 15 minutes past the hour. So there we go. Um, that's the president basically saying what he always has. You're not really black unless you vote for him. Uh, we'll be back. More Rick and Bubba coming up. Our number is 629-WE-BE-BIG. Phone calls also coming up this hour a little bit later on. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. minutes now past the hour and uh, we're spending some time with you today always enjoying that some of your phone calls will come in uh, probably next segment uh, 629 we be big if you want to get yourself in a position to to give us a call uh, you can join us then all right so um there this new thing where 
the protesters have now decided whether it be the green movement or the Palestinian plight or whatever, where they want to block traffic, that that's the way that they win us over to their cause is by blocking traffic. We even saw before we went on vacation, them blocking people trying to get to LaGuardia to get on the airplane. LaGuardia. LaGuardia. They won't even let us get over to LaGuardia. And and, and I'm thinking, and Speedy said this in, in the break, and he's right, how much money people spend mm. on international flights and on flights in general and some idiot makes you miss your flight no, no. Uh, because of standing in the road which is illegal from what i understand yeah, yeah most places it is I, rick i don't understand this blocking traffic mm-hmm. i understand mm-hmm. you're trying to get attention to your cause sure, sure. but all you're doing is making people mad so they won't support you're, your. You're cost. winning no yeah, one over. I, I think there's a better way to go about it. You know, mm-hmm. maybe go around handing out money or something. You know, doing something in the neighborhood, as opposed to disrupting traffic of people who are trying to go to work to pay taxes. Who probably a lot of these people blocking it are re- a recipient of. Yeah, and and you want to you know make it uh, an impact by your protest uh, and people to support your cause. It's going the complete opposite. Now, I, w- I wasn't mad about your calls, but now I am. Yeah, now I don't want anything to do with it. And you know what? And I the th- airport's a big enough hassle. I don't need you to add another one. And I think I can get to the point that I might run some of you over. Yeah. Uh, we've seen that. I, uh, and that has happened, and I don't want them, these people to be in that kind of danger. So here we go. Uh, New York City. Uh, we're talking about oh, New York City boy. drivers. <laughs> uh, this, is, uh, this particular bunch is the pro-Palestinian protesters. Uh, and uh, this New York driver has had enough, and he does not want them <laughs> Uh, blocking his ability to uh, maneuver the street. Here we go. You're disrupting traffic, idiots. You can't do that. That's against the law. Get away from my car, bro. Get him, get him. Get away from my car. Bro, get away from my car. I have a daughter in Brooklyn. Don't touch him. Mm, he is. Boy, he's had enough. The first push was a really good one. Oh, it is a good one. Get out of the way. I have to get home. Did People you hear, are telling them to did run you, them over. Did you hear the New Yorker saying run them over? <laughs> run them over. Run them over. Run them over. That'll teach them. Run, you have a daughter in Brooklyn. You go run over them. Run them over. Um, <laughs> but did you notice when he pressed the car forward, when they had the decision to be run over for Palestine, they did get out of the way. Yeah. Okay. They did. So, Wisely. And I wouldn't say go after them recklessly. How like, committed were they? They were not all that committed, and I don't blame them. Um but I think you should just ease forward. Don't come in fast where yeah. they don't have a chance to get yeah. out of the way. Ease forward and just bump them out of the way or have them move so you can go on. But now, when he got especially out, especially if he got a brush guard, right? Because if they're against violence, the good news is they don't have any way to hurt. <laughs> right, right. Young Wilt Chamberlain was not happy. About that. <laughs> <laughs> just that same beard. Run you, know who, you know who I thought? He thought I thought of when I first saw him was Walt Frazier. That yes, is true. Yeah. for the Knicks. Yes, yeah. They all had yeah. that same beard. Oh yeah. So uh, next, uh, we, we have a, a mass arrest made uh, just yesterday, another pro-Palestinian protesters, uh, and they, they also were going to block traffic, and the police came in and, and at least removed them. Uh, they didn't? No? That's the same thing? 
Kalisha made mass arrests on Monday after pro-Palestinian protesters launched coordinated protests. It's, it's part of the 12. T- 12? Yeah, it's all under 12. It's all under 12. Yeah, oh, it's okay. not its okay. own standard. So that's part of the last one. So they did come and yeah. arrest people? Okay, right. that, that's the part that threw me. I thought there was another area where, because I didn't see any police here at this one. They had all kinds of arrests nationwide uh, from what y'all talked about. The biggest thing was um, I'm blocking an airport now. I can't, mm-hmm. I want, I'm not going to let you into your flight. Uh, mm-hmm. And then there's been others. And, and I've noticed that in different places around the country, like there was this one, uh, this one guy, older man, and they all claimed he tried to mow everybody down. But if you go back and look at the footage, they're all beating his car. He's just trying to get out of there. Yeah, sure. You know, but there, well, there there's been a, a lot of that. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then there's one, I don't know if you saw this one, uh, there was a man in Mountain Brook that actually put himself in an urn. <laughs> yes, in protest. And, and protest for the Palestinian people. Screaming ceasefire. Cease um, we do have 13. Uh, our old friend John Kennedy, uh, of course, this is the oh, senator from Louisiana. Okay, right. Bubba, he, he, he oh, wants to make one. a point on Fox News oh, yeah. on how the American people feel about President Biden. Have you seen this one yet? I love anything he does. I do too. So here, here he is wanting us to understand the situation we are in right now concerning the American people. Well, I think uh, I think most members of the media, not all, but most members of the media, have tried to help President Biden as as uh, as much as they can. I, I know, with many members of the media in my state, that's been the case. But but as I said the other day. Um, uh, the American people are not stupid, uh, but they think that Joe Biden is, and there's a lot of evidence for that. He's running out of toes to shoot off. Uh, the border is uh, is Exhibit A, and uh, as I, as I've also said on your show before, the American people they're busy. They don't have time to read Socrates every day. They're busy earning a living, but sooner or later they figure it out, and they have figured it out. Uh, with respect to President Biden, his uh, his friends in the media notwithstanding. Well, there he is. Uh, <laughs> Socrates. <laughs> I don't have time to read Socrates. They're actually at work. You know, my, my daughter has been very fortunate to get to uh, go to a couple of events that he was at and gave a little speech. Yeah. And uh, she said, they, whenever they see he's on the list that he's speaking, everybody's uh, ready to go. Well, sure. So it's always entertaining. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's uh, he communicates his point quite well. Oh, yeah, he really does. You don't have to be yeah. concerned if to understand where he's yeah. going. And he, he speaks like my family, so it's easy to understand. What about when he said he doesn't have any more fingers and toes to shoot off? <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's... Uh, He'll come up with a saying. <laughs> right. The American people aren't stupid. They just think Joe Biden is. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and and it's not. I don't know that if the man himself. It's the things we're doing that are stupid. Yeah. And and I think that's starting to, like he said, resonate. And um, I do think, even though I understand that the the country I'm living in has changed quite a bit, and there's more people that agree with the current left and all their agendas than I would than I wished. I, I yeah, acknowledge, yeah, I acknowledge yeah, that. Sure. But I still think what we keep saying over and over again. And what our podcast was about this last weekend uh, with the book America's Last Stand, I do think, and you, and you hear Senator Kennedy, I do think regardless of how you may feel, and I think it's important to do the difference how you feel, I think the reality is starting to be more daunting than the emotion of the fake world. That the real world is starting to make you wake up a little bit and go, the real world is, I can't believe how much everything costs. Right. The real world is, I have a border 
that is unsecure and yeah. people are pouring in from everywhere and we're, we're going to have to find some way to take care of them. Uh, the reality is we are losing our way. And so that, that over time kind of will dilute uh, the emotion of a fake world. And, and I hope, I, I mean, I hate we have to do it this way, but you I, know, great I, peace and prosperity give rise to the fake world. Of course. Oh, yeah. you can have a fake world when everything's running yeah. smoothly. Phone calls are next on any topic you want to talk about. It doesn't have to be these. It can be. Uh, or anything that is on your mind. The number is 629-WE-BE-BIG. Uh, we'll take your phone calls when we come back on any topic you want to discuss today. As we have, uh, you've heard from us. Now, let's hear from you when we come back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Here we go, 35 minutes past. Phone calls coming in. Helmsy's on the phone, 629-WE-BE-BIG is our number, and we will chat with you. Uh, you can move now. Helmsy's taking those phone calls and lining them up as we speak. HelloFresh.com slash Bubba. Uh, America's number one meal kit, and we get you uh, breakfast for free through the life of your subscription. That's right. As long as you're a subscriber, uh, breakfast item, free. Boom. Every box you bring in, boom, free, handled. Uh, so if you would like to change the way you do meal planning, and boy, this is a game changer. Save you money, uh, delicious recipes, easy to prepare. They send you the ingredients and the recipe card to you, uh, and you've got uh, some great options for every phase of life you could think of. If you're trying to do a little bit better here in the new year, wow, this really simplifies that. Because you just put in the kind of meal planning you need, and they provide the meals. You just prepare them. Uh, so go right now, HelloFresh.com slash Bubba. Use the code Bubba and get free breakfast for the life of your subscription. That link also available at RickandBubba.com under sponsors. To the phones we go. Let's go to Jessica, Hueytown, Alabama, listening on 104.7 WZZK. Jessica, go ahead. Good morning. Hey, Jessica. Um. So thinking on this whole Mountain Brook party, mm-hmm. had this been a good old boy party, we would have had the perfect solution to get him out of the urn. Mm-hmm. I mean, butter or Chris, butter or Crisco. Absolutely. <laughs> they didn't even mention it. No, it's probably <laughs> wasn't available, Greg. Probably wasn't available. Probably didn't have it. They're like, what is that? Uh, Cameron Childersburg. Cameron, go ahead. Morning, guys. Hey. Um, I was just in the area here. Well, it's probably been a while, but. It's a new location you guys are at now. I noticed the old Rick and Bubba box truck. Yep. And usually when I see an old vehicle like that, and I knew it was an older model, and uh, I figured there may have been some history behind it. And I was wondering when y'all get the chance, could you, I guess, fill us in on how long y'all had it and, you know, how it came about? You're speaking, of course, of the mobile assault broadcast vehicle, uh, MAVVA. Uh, yeah, we, we got that but uh, really to be a studio, portable studio, that you could set up on a moment's notice and be live from anywhere. Uh, and just as uh, it, things would happen only to us, uh, as soon as we got it and did maybe two shows in it, uh, we, we cut a deal with Turner South, and they hated us being in the truck. 
and they said if we're going to be on location, they want us on staging uh, for the TV audience, uh, and and then it turned into just a storage truck. Well, it uh, it it, it <laughs> really nice. It, it made truck. several appearances, uh, mm-hmm. probably more than two. It feels like two, but it mm-hmm. probably a few more. But uh, you know, hindsight being twenty twenty, I wish right. we'd have built it in a trailer we could pull. Right. Uh, uh, as opposed, because the yep. uh, the vehicle itself is probably not as in good a shape as no. the actual studio no. inside. Yeah. But we had some really nice chairs in there, and I liked the way. Oh, it felt. the way uh, the studio was set up inside oh, yeah. was fantastic. Uh, I know we, we, we did a test in the, in the parking lot, which led to a best of moment. Yes. We did a show from the beach. Maybe uh, we, I thought we maybe did uh, one or two from the beach. Yeah, we did a couple I of golf remem- tournaments I don't remember. out uh, of it. Yeah, uh, the, uh, we did it one time out there at the Greystone because we the, yeah. us driving it in really got everybody fired up. Yeah. Like um, yeah. So Propped it up on side of the yeah, we, faded. We, yeah. It, well, now, it now, now yeah. it, it's, a, it's a bit of a, more of an eyesore because it's so faded, but it's not worth the investment to, to wrap it again. You know, not, yeah, not in this right. current. I, I don't know. Can we take that box off of there that the studio's actually in and put it on a trailer? Do you know, does that box, that box part on the back come off? You know, some I, of you truck guys. I was about to say, my expertise on box trucks is not yeah. what you probably need right now, but, right. uh, right. yeah, but it's, uh, it was, it, it was a really glorious, um, uh, piece of machinery. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. it really was. worked really good. Yeah. Uh, so we continue. And the technology's changed. There's more options for us getting your signal out. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's go to um, let's go to Alan out of Boaz. Alan, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Uh, hey, uh, you guys have been talking about uh, these states keeping uh, Trump, trying to keep Trump off the ballot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know who General Joe Wheeler is? Uh, the one the state parks anyway. named after? Yeah. Okay. Uh, after the Civil War, uh, he served in Congress for about 20 years. And then uh, when the Spanish War, American War broke out, uh, he was given a battle commission again as a general. But, uh, you know, they're talking about taking Trump off the ballot, but yet uh, General Joe Wheeler still served in Congress. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you. Uh, the, a lot of uh, people don't know about the Joe Wheeler right, conspiracy. Right. Was the Spanish War after the <laughs> Civil War? Well, you just set the Democratic Party on their ear, my friend. Yeah. Uh, well, we got Preston here. Uh, Bustle Shows, W-L-A-Y, Timothy. Hey, Timothy, how are you? Hey, guys, I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? Good. Uh, listening to the best of bits last week, I'd heard something about Greg, um, you know, when he was getting his massage, he was talking about getting run over by a work truck. Correct. And it hurt his back. I figured that was too big of a, maybe a funny story that we couldn't pass up. I wanted to hear a little bit more about it. Okay. We told that once on well, the air, but Greg, tell them what happened. You know, you got to tell them. It's a great going story. Into a long story. It's a great story. I, I got out. It, was, it wasn't the big giant trucks. It was the pickup style. And I got out and left it in drive and didn't realize it. And it starts rolling. And then I was like, look, I'm in the pinch spot between the building and the truck and it's gaining and it, it, it catches me and it mashes me really good up against the wall. Mm-hmm. Luckily it did finally clear me and go or up against hill. a building. I should say. Yeah. And it, it mashed me really good. So, yeah. and it, it, you know, for years I'd have a little 
little aches and pains probably caused by being smashed by a truck. That happens. So you can speak oh, no. firsthand. The protesters need to move. They do. Yeah. Right. They don't need to get between the wall and a vehicle. Yeah, don't do that. I got in there, I looked, and it was losing room fast, and I thought, well. About to get pinched. And I got pinched. <laughs> and now the weight of the vehicle, it's on me. And it needs to clear me. Oh, there it goes right my foot. <laughs> yeah. There's that tire. <laughs> I didn't hurt you for it at all. I have my steel toes on. I'm good. Oh, steel toes. Okay. Mm. Thank goodness. Uh, yeah, I tried to ignore that. Let's go to Shannon. Uh, sorry, Terry talking about Shannon Sharp in Robertsdale. Terry, go ahead. Hey, good morning. Hey. I just uh, wanted to know, Did well, I'm paddling to work, so if my phone's not good, you know, anyway. um, I just <laughs> wanted you to know, ask you, did y'all talk about the Shannon Sharp rant on um, about Jameis Winston about how he cut him he cut him and fired the um, I did hear the that. Saints coach no I I keep getting all these Shannon Sharp uh, questions well, he's got a podcast he's got a podcast now, now and and I, I'm and, not and Cat Williams gosh right if I hear Williams. about Cat Williams yeah. one more time Cat I don't know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> uh, I don't I don't know any of this what are we talking Jameis about Jameis they got in victory formation now, the t- game's take over. me all back. All right. it's Shannon the Sharp is t- and, and, and the Falcons. And, and Shannon uh, is commenting on what happened. Okay. So what happened? Jameis Winston is at quarterback. They get in the victory. Right. They're like inside the two. Victory formation. The coach mm-hmm. that told him to hit a knee, well, he ignored him and ran the play and scored. And Shannon Sharp said, I think he said he would find him. And then the guy with him said, well, you wouldn't cut him. He said, I wouldn't cut him, but I'd find him. And he was, and he went on a rant about mm-hmm. Because, like he said, he said, you know, I, I'm the coach. I call the play. Okay, he goes, right. and the defense is not – they're not going to stop you because you're in victory formation. Nobody's right, expecting right. nobody to come off. And they. Mm-hmm. And he was mad. He just said that uh, Shannon Sharp was just saying that Jameis made it. A lot of Shannon Sharp comments. Like well, and yeah, it's because of this podcast. He's got a weird title to his podcast. Yeah. It's something weird. But what I'm saying is when did this okay. happen with Jameis Winston? I can't remember. Did it happen this year? This, this weekend. Yeah, it was this, the oh, last game of the season. I didn't yeah. even know yeah. that. Yeah, and listen, the Atlanta Falcons coach who then got fired after the game, he got at midfield nose to nose with the Saints coach because he thought the coach did it. Mm-hmm. And, buddy, he was letting them fly. But come to find out, Jameis did it. Okay. And so Shannon Sharp said he needs to be fined but not kicked off the team. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we continue. Uh, then Cat Williams weighed in on it. <laughs> yeah. Why do I keep hearing about Cat Red Williams? Cat's just bizarre. And so the things Can he's I, accusing Hollywood, he, he's all, he'll tell you about Illuminati. And he's okay. always been like, people selling their soul to the devil to get famous. I know everybody's trying to get me on the Cat Williams wagon. I'm just not interested. I don't think I'm interested in. It. Maybe this wasn't on his podcast. Maybe it was on this when he ran it. I don't know. Oh, okay. So he, so he was. This was not his podcast this, because he also does. You know, the, I would the game. cut James Winston today. Oh, he said cut. I would not want him on my team. That's loser's mentality. And people will say, "Well, Shannon, what about when Dan Marino fake spiked the ball or Peyton Manning? They were not in victory formation. If you get down, the defense is conceding. If you want to run the ball, let the defense line up." Don't you fool them, think this a victory formation, and then drive off the ball. You mean to tell me that's going rogue? Dennis Allen's going to probably have to go because his players have no respect for him. He said they sent victory formation in, but we, that's right, we made a decision. I'm sorry, Molly. I would cut Jameis Winston today. I would, if I'd have been on that team, let me tell you what, I'd have jumped offside on purpose. Okay, There's a mentality that you got to have if you want to play winning football. Jameis Winston has a loser's mentality. That's why they didn't win in Tampa. That's why Te- uh, uh, Tom Brady came there, took the same team, and went to the Super Bowl. Look at what Baker Mayfield did with basically the same team. Got him in the playoffs, something that Jameis Winston couldn't Shannon, do. Let me do me a favor. Say that one more time on camera, what you would do. I would cut him. 
No, so he did. Okay, uh, there so must did. be somebody else that I heard ranting. Okay, that was so I wouldn't find Because the one yeah. I heard, the guy, and I don't know if it was Shannon or not, it was this morning, the guy was saying that he would find him, but maybe he was responding to Shannon's. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess he was. But Shannon Sharp clearly said he'd cut him. Yeah. And not like he said. So how did he, 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 he saying the coach of the Saints ought to be fired because he obviously has no control of his team. So yeah. they, they call victory formation. So he had to go to the running back and say, I'm going to hand you the ball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they said he made the statement. We they sent in Victor mm-hmm. Formation and we changed it. Mm-hmm. It means they got in the huddle and said, "No, we're gonna score." Yeah, so you can't have that. I, mean, I don't know how Shannon feels about it. But. Well, I agree with Shannon Sharp on this one. Yeah, he also made some pretty good points about James Winston. He leaves two teams. Other people come in, take them much further. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back. Fourteen minutes to the top of the hour. More to talk about on today's program. Bubba has a story uh, out of uh, out of the life of Bubba uh, when we come back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. So we work our way back. So, Bubba, I know yesterday where we live, and and some of it's still continuing, a lot of wind, a lot of rain, a lot of problems. Uh, And uh, anytime we know that we're going into one of those days, you know, I find myself in a weird position, really strange. Um, You know, the the drought that we had uh, here in our part of the world has really impacted the pond, I mean, in a major way. And I kind of found myself uncomfortably pulling for flood-like conditions yesterday. Well, you got it. Yep, I did. Oh, you yeah. got it. Mm-hmm. So you I, ought to be taken care of. Yeah, I, I bet it's flowing. I bet it's well, flowing in right now. You know, yesterday oh, yeah. here where we live, it was actually a very beautiful day mm-hmm. up through lunch. Right, mm-hmm. and then things kind of started kinda to deteriorate a little down. bit. And uh, where I live is on a little bit of a ridge, so we're subject to a little more wind than the Beaver general Bite population. Ridge. No, and, not uh, at Beaverbite Ridge. That's not where you live. No. And we we've always said we we joke we have the shingle of the month club. Oh yeah, <laughs> because uh, when the ha- I bought the house, it was already built, so you know you have a lot of contractor grade you know shingles and oh, stuff. Oh yeah, sure. Um, so I had we'd had two or three wind storms or high wind days over the holidays and I had already had some shingle damage and I had called the, the roofing guys and I said, you know, come look at this. And they did. And you know, I was on a long list that they were trying to oh, work yes. through. Oh yeah. And, uh, they called yesterday, uh, about lunch and said, Hey, we can get over there and try to, uh, nail down a few things before the big wind. Oh comes my in. goodness. And I thought, well, okay. What I said, whatever y'all want to do. I said, it's awful windy though. We'll, about, we'll decide. Yeah, you know, we'll, we'll make the call. We'll get there. We'll make the call if we want to call. I was going to say that Greg and I had to go to a meeting yesterday afternoon, and it was still much earlier than I thought the high winds were going to be. And we yeah. walked out the door. The wind was hitting us right in the face. Yeah, and I well, said, the wind's already here. It, it yeah. got it got a little uh, gusty there mid-afternoon, but they got there, got on the roof, started doing some repairs, and I hear the gosh awfulest noise. Bubba. And I think, what in the world? Bubba, Bubba. And I went, and uh, their ladder that they were getting on the roof with had blown off. And uh, almost came through a window, by the way. Hit the window. No, no, the, the ladder gone. Ladder, ladder down. Ladder down. 
And uh, I went down there and I looked up. I said, "Is this y'all's ladder?" <laughs> and they were like, "Yes." <laughs> we were hoping someone would walk if, by. What if, what if you'd not been home and Betty had not been uh, home? Well, oh, they had boy. they had somebody else close. Did by, they? Okay. But, uh, and I, I started to try to get the ladder myself, which it was fully extended, which would be a little over two stories, and uh, it bad. was it, it was a little hard to to, Did manage. to wrestle it. So Rick, Rick. finally, oh, finally, you didn't have that vest on. Finally, oh, we got some help, <laughs> right? And uh, like wrestling with somebody and, and, and full uh, nuts. We got to, you know, you you got to have a foot man when oh, you got yeah. a ladder that high. Oh yeah, yeah. and uh, we we you got them walk down. It up. Mm-hmm. I said, guys, I guess it's time we just call it today. I mean, y'all are awful brave up there. <laughs> wow, but, yes. Uh, you know, yeah, when the wind the, blows, the ladders are blowing off the yeah. house, I think it's probably time we let it go. Y'all, hey, 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 y'all come on down. Somebody, yeah. they, they got come on down, guys. Not a good day for this. Let's bring it on down. Yes, let's just call it for another day. Good thing it didn't blow one of them off there. Uh, oh, I know. We I know. can we continue to talk about the uh, national championship. My, game. my roof, though, y'all see the oh, things. The the the, the uh, they just flap. Looks like it looks like the now. flaps on NASCAR when they oh, go into yes. a spin. Yeah, it and looks then, like an the... airplane getting ready to take off <laughs> yeah. all over the whole. Are room. you like me? I don't know oh, where boy. this term contract grade came from, but it needs to be reassessed. <laughs> um, well, I think we all know what it means. Yeah, our, yeah, my contract grade doors all are horrible. Contract grade roofs they they don't they don't last very long. Whoever's grading and giving the contract grade this this is the bare minimum. Y'all got to y'all got to, y'all got to bring that minimum well, up. Well, some some of you roofers obviously know a lot more about this, but mm-hmm. from what I understand, Rick, there's like four grades of shingle. Okay. And you know, contractor grade would be like grade one. Of course, it would. Class one. Yeah. Okay. And then, you know, people that really want to, you know, do their roof up good get, like, class two. Mm-hmm. And if you build <laughs> in a hurricane zone, mm-hmm. you get class four. Okay. And that's what we built back with at the lake, by the way, is class I bet, four. I bet you did. And it, it's so man. rare, it's so rare to use that. Um, they actually sent class three to begin with. Mm-hmm. And the contractor had to send it back and said, no, we want four. We ordered four. And they're like, well, we just don't ship four to that part of the country no. much. And I said, well, but we're we're sitting on a about three miles of water here that you know the wind gets up a little bit. Right. So I, I could I could use some of those shingles at the house. That's right. for sure. You so. yeah. You, is there any like extras or whatever? Or did, did, did they nah. order enough? You have enough left? No, nah, not, not, not to do another house. Um, well, they but the other the others are holding in there good. So I bet. Yeah, and. Uh, I can give you a, a little update on that. We got a lot of things going on right now. We got cabinets the other day. Oh, you talking about a TRU? Yeah. A tornado yeah. relief update? That's it. That's yeah, it. okay. I'm so to take the first it, load. Roll it in. Moving in. No, mm-hmm. not there yet. Not there yet. But we got uh, got cabinets in, HVAC in. Whoa. Starting to, uh, we'll be finishing the floor here before long. So All right, so I know that you. We're getting there. I know that you. Betty's out replacing furniture. Do you think you make That's the exciting. De- Do you think you make the deadline? Um. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. There's just a lot of things out of so my control. Yeah. Uh, we're we're going to have to be done in February, so we move back in in March. And I don't I don't know about the yard. That's that's a, maybe another issue. But uh, mm. if we can get in, we can get in because rental time is going to be over. Oh, that's why that's deadline. I yeah, thought you were right. trying to get in there for a late season. I guess uh, all, all, all that is true. Really. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, you, we started out with kind of a year goal, so we're kind of still on that timetable. Um, hopefully yes, but the, the, the picking out the Betty picking out furniture, that, right. That's is, going on. Is now. that going to be, is that covered? Uh, yes. Yes. Because but, I, because let me just say, I'm minus th- depreciation. 
because I'm thankful. Yeah. <laughs> My goodness, I saw that by the way. Oh, I, I'm thankful for that because ladders are dangerous guys. if you ever are. if you ever have a project that involves the phrase and today uh, my wife is out shopping for furniture well i mean you it, know she, it, it, she it has can, a, she sting. has a budget and Bubba, you know she's, she's did you just say did you just say the b word yeah know. <laughs> you, you know. know that that's not well that we've big. had it we've had a discussion about that it didn't uh it didn't go particularly great. well it didn't go great uh there right. was some uh you know things said that probably shouldn't have been said <laughs> right on both sides right and uh but uh you know we're trying to to get through this but she she's got Got money and going to buy stuff to replace it, and that's why you have good insurance. Do you think we'll stay inside the B word? Uh, no, I yeah, we will. We'll have to, or some of it will be undone. We'll have to. Right, Rick. I know this is another word that goes with budget. It's prioritized. Okay, and that's that's also a hated word. That means we decide what's more important and least important may be undone. (laughs) It's so. It may have to be done later. Right. Right. Uh, top of the hour, if you are leaving us, don't forget, uh, there's an archive of the show available every day, both video and audio. Uh, the video on the YouTube channel, the audio on our podcast channel, so you never have to miss a moment. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, this is Trey Gowdy. You are listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. Six minutes past uh, from the big boy studio out on the bleeding of technology from sweet home Alabama to the rest of the world. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy here, Adler out. Welcome back, Bill Bubba Buster. How are you, sir? Yeah, good. Ready to go. I'm glad to Fired be here up. and thank all of you for joining us. You know, all we ask for is a mere five hours each and every day. Each and every day. So ah. we've talked about the national championship earlier in the program. Who Congratulations. Won? To the Michigan Wolverines for Michigan. being proving they are the best team in the country on the field, yep. and, and they did it. Congratulations! And who's got it better than them? Nobody. Who's got Nobody. it better than them? Well, we've had a lot of comments on the broadcast last night. We went. We all went to bed a little after halftime or at halftime uh, because we we kind of felt like Michigan looked like they had the better team, and Michigan. Washington just never could seem to quite get it going. And um, and Michigan had a lot to do with that. So uh, anyway, so we didn't see all of it, but I do remember still being part of it. You know, they love going through these. Uh, what's the quarterback for Michigan's name? JJ McCarthy. JJ McCarthy. They they love to talk about how quirky he is, and they show him meditating and didn't have shoes on. And what? And at one point, you know, he's using uh, Kirk Herbstreit's dog as a as you know a a uh, what a emotional, emotional animal. support animal support animal. Yeah. Uh, or he may break his fall when he gets tackled. Right, and 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 we keep talking about all these things. I, I lean up against the goalpost, and and so we have commentary, and we had a caller oh, about it God. that Holly Rowe, uh, Holly Rowe, that uh, yeah, Holly Rowe uh, said uh, something about how he works on his his left hand being more well. Yeah, okay, dexterous. so so. Uh, the, well, that's what he said. I it, mean, the the caller, it's more about your brain and your brain waves right. and, and the alpha brain and, mm-hmm. and Holly Rowe. They uh, the caller mm-hmm. said it best. He said, "I just want to know if how many people woke up this morning and brushed their teeth with their left hand." 
And I immediately knew what he's talking about because I heard Holly right. Rowe report this. Probably about. left-handed people. Right. And um, mm-hmm. well, last night I was accused a couple of times watching the game because my wife watches the big games with me, and she says I learn a lot about you in these games. <laughs> and she said, and I realize that your brother really is your brother. Mm-hmm. At one point, we were in a discussion that I didn't like that I found the coach Harbaugh to be socially awkward and that I didn't like the thickness of his glasses. And Sherry goes, do you think maybe he needs glasses that thick? Well, and I, and I said, I, sure. I, don't, I, don't, I don't like those thick glasses. I think they're a little thick. She goes, but isn't that what he needs to see? So I, his eyes look she good. goes, are you upset that a person is wearing glasses that helps him to see better? And I said, sure. You know, when, you, when you break it down I said, like and that. I, told her, I said, well, now when you say it like that, it sounds like I'm being unreasonable. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but, uh, That's but, not in my mind how I see it. So anyway, when this came up last night, what oh. we're about to hear from Holly Rowe, we'll, we'll discuss. Holly Rowe. All right, so here we go. <laughs> He soaked in that disappointment, but he said every single day since then, when he gets up in the morning and brushes his teeth, he's a right-handed quarterback, but he will brush his teeth with his left hand because it changes your neural patterns and makes you have alpha brain waves. He will say to himself, I love you, man, and he will picture himself with the rose in his teeth. This week- I'm going to start doing it. Wow. You got to go with the rose. Do you have to tell yourself you love you, man? I don't want to. I don't want to be insensitive. Great audio. I don't want to be insensitive because Speedy said something about he had a friend that passed away when he was young. Is 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 it is it the trauma of that that he struggles with self confidence? I think that's too. Yeah, I think because I I don't want. I don't want to be insensitive, but this thing of him his ongoing struggle with self confidence is. I found it to be more annoying than I was. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Um, Um, Am I echoey? No, Am no, I good? No, okay. No, no. You sound better than Holly Rowe. Right? Yeah. Um, Greg in rare form today, he not, he likes nothing. Um, <laughs> right. a, a crippled man could get up and walk and he'd say, what are you doing? Right. Yeah. Um, anyway. What a bip. Yeah. Um, Sit down. It, it, I can't it, see. It, it, the, the, uh, I liked you better when you were still. Yeah. Um, no, I, I saw a piece and I think Humsey saw the, the same thing. They were high school teammates that went on to college and they were they couldn't wait to play each other but before they could uh, his best friend passed away that's i terrible. saw i saw that doc, that that piece that on it tied i'm to sure greg this? will make fun so, of that no, but i, I don't know if that has anything to do with it i don't think brushing your teeth but i won't make fun here's what i think it has to do with tom brady and jj mccarthy have spent some time together okay and we know how weird brady is well i'm saying y'all look out greg careful um and so Tom Brady has even talked about how this may be one of the best quarterbacks that to ever play. Wow, wow, wow. And Tom Brady, Greg, right. just hold on. Let me that, finish. That statement was made last night because I looked the, at Sherry and yeah. I said, do you know who else quarterbacked at Michigan? She said, yeah. I said, Tom, Tom Brady. Tom, Tom, she said, wow, step out. Tom, Bra- Tom Brady actually said it. And so the, the point to this, he did. He actually said this. And the point is, we he know, you just said it, how quirky and, and striving for excellence – that Tom, Tom Brady went out there and did some things that nobody else would do. Novak Djokovic is the same way. He's gone out there and done things that nobody else will do. And J.J. McCarthy, I think, is in that same mindset where he's willing to do these things, even though he's going to get made fun of by the Greg Burgesses of the world, he's willing to to get to that excellence that nobody else is willing to reach. Let me say this. I, you I, mean 15-0 I, national champion? Yeah, I like, Of course, last year, I like the goal – of what the goal is, that I love. I don't necessarily agree this is the path to the goal. 
I'm, medita- I'm meditating up against the goalpost is going to make me a better football player. I'm I'm brushing my teeth with my left hand. Now, getting out there and throwing over and over again and bringing the receivers out with you and staying on the field when everybody but he else always leaves, He does that already. And get there early. That's yeah. probably what's making him yeah. better. Probably. Probably. That's all probably. I'm saying. Probably. I, that's, think that, the other I love the, the attitude. Yeah. I love it. the attitude. The I, don't, I don't like adding the weird stuff. Yeah. Well, that's okay, I, isn't it? Well, it, it's it, weird doesn't necessarily mean negative. It's unique. It's different. That's all, that's the same definition. But you truly don't think I'm, I'm going to be a better quarterback if I brush my teeth with my left hand? You don't really well, don't, believe that. I don't, in my alpha well, brain, all I need that. a neuroscience and scientist look, and to I tell look, me this. And I look in the mirror and say, "You're a great man." <laughs> Just like we talk. I, I don't know but, about all that. I don't either. But but here's know. the thing, Rick. You but we talk about point, this. Though. It is it is a fact that, and a lot of people don't want to discuss this, and we see it every day. It is a fact that from the age of 25 to 29, that's when your brain fully develops. Sure. And what part of that that develops is your decision making. Right. And so maybe he has talked to a neuroscientist who has studied these things before and said, hey, listen, if we'll get these alpha brain waves moving and change these neural patterns, it will help you when you're in the game. I don't know the answer to that, but somebody's evidently told him this. Mm-hmm. And he's doing it. Of course, well, they're the messing with him probably. If the well, Jets could get I, Zach I mean, Wilson to start brushing left-handed, man, they get their money worth out of him. You know, I don't know. I don't know exactly how it would play out. out. I, right I don't know what the theory is on it, but I, I know this: when when we played high school baseball, if somebody was in a slump, our coach would insist they they take batting practice left-handed. Mm-hmm. And then it seemed like when you went back right, if you were right-handed to begin with, it seemed like when you went back, mm-hmm. uh, there, the, the theory was that your brain gets tired of not being overstimulated. And mm-hmm. when you give it something new, it pays attention to yep. it. And then when you go back right-handed, it would be something new again. Well, I'll be honest with you. I, I live my life that way. You know, I cool on things pretty quick. Yeah, I'm like, give yeah, me something so, new. You and know, uh, and, and Rick, when I – when, Now, see, Humphrey's <laughs> trying to do a better job yeah, on that. Yeah, yeah. uh, so he's going to meditate. And when, no, Rick, when I broke my Wait a minute, Greg, arm, hang on a minute. I'm a little bit confused. When I, when I'm I broke, right left-handed. When I was a kid and I broke my right arm, I had, to throw, I had to throw left-handed. I had to right left-handed for a while, and I can still do a lot of that. Right. And every now and then I like doing it just because it feels like it's sure. exercise. You wipe left-handed? Now, I don't really know in your brain what it's doing. <laughs> Do what? Do you ever wipe left-handed just to keep practice? Well, <laughs> you broke I'm sorry. Now it's not going to get better. Let me tell you what. When you have a cast on your right hand, you sure will. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you better learn. Yeah, you yeah. will. And, a lot uh, harder I than you think you, it's going to be. I thought you had a story about that. You're well, the one that told me that mine, he had, Yeah, he said it felt like he was a stranger in the house. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. When I had used my, his left hand, he had carpal tunnel when surgery. I had, when I had my bicep surgery, I was shocked how difficult that was. Yeah. It was very difficult. But, Rick, I want you, you saw him up against the goalpost with his hood on. Yeah. Now, think about the people we played with. If, oh, look my at, God. Can you imagine what they well, you know, Let me tell you what Greg's, Greg's whole mentality. We're on the way to the bathroom. We know what we're about to talk about. He goes, let me tell you what happened right here. Somebody did it as a joke, and they're going, he really did it. And, he, and he, they didn't want to tell him different. They didn't want to tell him different. Well, so I was just kidding. Like that picture, and then, and well, then I've actually winning. joked with people before, yeah. and I thought they knew I was joking. They oh. did what I said, and I was like, wow, I didn't know you were going to do it. And you just leave them and leave it. Well, well look, he's winning. Why would you change? I know he's not as superstitious as a baseball player. Well, he's the best quarterback working, in the history of college football. If, yeah. if it was working, right. stay with it. Who cares? Of course, I thought last night the running game why they won, not him, but I don't Probably. want to get into that. Yeah, and of course they'll say, and they put that other guy with a weird last name in that makes everybody uncomfortable. I didn't think he played as well in this game as he did against Alabama. There it is, I said it. Rick, they say that quarterback's more of a team player. <laughs> the backup. Craig, did you, terrible. Did you, you, you are a terrible person. Did, that is awful. Did you hear uh, you know his last name? Yeah. Greg, no, stop. 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 Did you hear Rick, it's unbelievable how well he plays with others. <laughs> did you see him when he scored in the game? 
Uh-uh. I was asleep by then. I, I, I heard he's willing to throw it around and give everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry up. Bring in Multiple receivers. We'll be back. See there. I'm a, I got to stop. You got to find another job. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. 21 minutes past the hour. Are you happy, Greg? As uh, we make our way back, thank you for being with us today. We'll, we'll uh, chat with you guys coming up uh, a little bit later on in the hour. But, um, Bubba, a couple of things uh, you want to share with the audience. Yeah, we uh, we were doing updates on a lot of things as we got back this week and catching up on everything. Uh, and I'd been asked about this, and I was going to mention it earlier. Uh, I do have another CAT scan today. today? Uh, my six month uh, scan cancer well, check quick, in. Didn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. it did. It did. So I have the scan today. Blood work tomorrow. Uh, meet with the doctor tomorrow to get all the results. So uh, covet your prayers that everything will continue to be positive. You want to make fun of that, Greg? No, I uh, so by the way, Greg's it. dangerous right now. So any topic you bring up, I told him he he's using a gun like you would a water sprinkler. He's <laughs> just shooting at everything. <laughs> yeah. And uh, but let me let me tell you, because some people may not know this. And I two things. So you had a bout with cancer. Yeah, people liver cancer. Yep. So after mm-hmm. that, when you get clear, fall of twenty two. Praise God, you yeah. got a clear, uh, all clear. You had to do you know to go back and scan and do blood work, and then now this last one. They said now you can go away from 90 days to six months. Yeah, right? moved yeah. into what they call surveillance right, mode, right, yeah. and we went every 90 days for this process. It was a two-day deal, and uh, now we're at six months. And I don't know if I have to go one year or two years before I go to one year on it. So hopefully uh, everything will keep moving forward and be positive on that. Yeah, let me tell you, when, when the po- people in this audience uh, pray, yep. God yep. moves. Oh, I know. So, I know. so, so anyway, so uh, y'all remember that today, and we don't have any, you know, angst that it's going to be anything negative but no but no still, always yeah. just ask for prayers and uh you know it's that it's that day that you uh you know you have to slow up a little bit with everything you're doing and remember what you've been through and where you yeah. need to go and, amen you know it's too i just pray for all those folks i see at the cancer center man yeah. they're just oh, the room is full of them kind of hoping uh, you're not supposed to be a, do this on the empty stomach today because that has no we're good, we're okay. good. Right, yeah. what is the process for this what do you have to go through and what's the time frame in which you have to um, usually make available. uh you, you know there's there's always some wait times built into these things mm-hmm. but uh you have to get there and you have to drink something you have to wait about an hour oh, no. is this that dye what do you drink uh it's, it's some kind a of milky contrast. chalky yeah, yeah. yeah. it's just like a vanilla milkshake okay. it ain't bad okay and um then uh you get iv started and uh you go and the cat scan doesn't take very long maybe 10 15 minutes okay um, but at one point you have to hold your breath and it's a little longer than you oh, want it to yeah, be. Longer than this thing we did here the other day. It, it was about like that. I oh, mean, wow. you see it counting down and you're like, Oh mm, goodness. Yeah. Thanks. And, uh, then tomorrow I actually go and have the blood work done then meet with a doctor to get the results from the scan. And then if the blood work, there's any issue with it, they'll call Do you it. have to so, fast on that tomorrow? Uh, no, uh, not on that one. Okay. It's uh, it, it's not your your normal uh, looking at blood sugar. They're looking at, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're looking for uh, DNA material. 
from cancer cells. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. really a high tech test. Really yeah. cool. I'm, I'm, I'm amazed we have this technology. It's, it's incredible. Yeah. So uh, remember that today. Yep. And then, and then uh, you talked earlier about oil production. <clears throat> Rick, uh, we were talking about oil production, and we have uh, the local antagonist to the show that always <laughs> likes to uh, try to make some. Danny D. Yeah, make some point. And, uh, He's one of about three Democrats <laughs> that listens to the show every day. And I think that he just decides the humor. Uh, I don't think the spiritual side. I, he doesn't seem like he'd be a fan of that. But that the humorous side of maybe the sports or some of that that he likes more than he dislikes our political views. Well, we yeah. were talking about the need for more production in oil uh, to bring prices down. And he said, mm-hmm. I bet you don't even know that the U.S. is the leading producer of oil in the, in the world. And I said, well, we, I knew we were at one time. I, I didn't think we were now. But uh, as of like fourth quarter last year, we became the highest producer again. We're ahead of uh, even OPEC. And, uh, and that's good news. What is strange about this, and let me say this, uh, in late December, field production of crude oil hit 13.3 million barrels per day, the highest level ever recorded in the United States, and it beat the previous record that happened during uh, Trump's time. So, but this is what's funny about this. You don't hear, any, you don't hear the administration talking about well, it. Well, you know why. They don't want to make the environmental left mad. Correct. But they are doing what they have to do to ramp this oil production up, and that is going to be the key to bringing prices down to start with. I mean, yeah, that, and they've got they, an election they, coming up. Yeah. As a matter of yeah. fact, I said back to Danny D. I said, "Well, thanks for clarifying." So really, they're just hypocrites. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. Because what they're doing is demonizing <laughs> oil while while cranking it out, yeah. knowing that they need to, and and what they're going to do. I said, it's it's and it reminded me a lot of climate change. Mm-hmm. Them producing this much oil while demonizing oil is the same thing about them flying and, yeah. and driving to climate summits. See, I, I don't know. Thing. I don't know why you do that other than you're trying to to bring on this this green left movement. To, to get their votes because you're not really doing for them what they think you're doing. Uh, I would, th- and see, this is part of it. If you, if you are producing more, I would, I would make a point to, to let everybody know we're meeting, mm, we're doing what we need to do. But see, that's, that is the psychological thing that'll help lower prices. Right. If you just do it and don't tell anybody, you're missing out on part of the uh, mm. effect of it. What they're doing is what, cl- what politicians always do. They're, pl- they're playing to a voting base, and that is the earth-worshipping climate change religion. But they also realize they're going to get burned at the polls if gas prices and all these utilities remain as high as they are now. Right. So they're over here trying to fix one problem while hiding that, and they can make a presentation <laughs> that something's working, and then they're trying to appease another group. Now, let me tell you what that means, and there's a bigger thing here. It also means what they say about oil they don't really mean. No. Because if they thought oil was this de- demonic as they claim. Existential they, threat to the planet. They would not right? be cranking it out like no. now we know they are, and we do stand corrected 13. on that. But thirteen point three million barrels per day. If you're anti-oil production, you got to look at the Democratic Party here and go, "Well, they're telling us one thing while doing another." Shocker, uh, but it, it's a bigger thing here. Just like we said about the airplanes and the automobiles when it comes to climate change summits, they don't really believe it. It's what we say about buying property. In the very places they say will be underwater, they don't really mean it. Say it with me. They, they don't, don't really mean it. it. Here we go. They don't, don't really mean it. Hey! Why? By, really their, mean it. By, by their actions. Yeah. So, look, I'm glad that they are doing this. There's also, though, reports that they're not holding the 
the leases on new property <clears throat> for drilling that they're required to do under some of the budget act. So they're going to have to do that too, but I'm glad that we've ramped up production. And, yeah. and like I say, the president has something to do with that, but the companies have really more to do. With I would say if you're, but like, I, you know what? Congratulations to Joe Biden and his administration. Right. Good job. Right. We'll, we'll say good this. Job. So we'll, we'll say this. Not the best ever, but good. Not, not maybe not, maybe not as stupid as we thought, but just as hypocritical as we thought. Yeah, yeah. you are consistent on that. <laughs> Bubba, something about the vest made that better. <laughs> Bubba you. going to his trunk. Yeah, can I tell you, your vest is adding things to lines okay. today. Yeah. It really is. If you said it without the vest, I don't think it'd be as good. If you just had ATF across the back of that vest, it, like, it also looks like you're liking some dare and you're winning. Yeah, yeah. I can stay in this man. <laughs> we'll come it's, back. It's a new weight loss. <laughs> I'll, I'll show you. We'll take your phone calls next. I wouldn't worry if you have to hold your breath. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Here we go, uh, phone troll time. Uh, the real Greg Burgess takes the phones. All ten lines are available. Make comments, ask questions, bring information to the table. Largest number of people, shortest amount of time, comments, questions, bringing information to the table. No meaningless shout-outs or shameless plugs. Those, of course, will get an instant buzzer. Uh, but if you want to join us, you can now uh, at 629. I got to get that number right. We be big. Uh, 629. Uh, we be big. Greg standing by now. SimplySafeBubba.com. Uh, it, it is the best, most comprehensive security system known to mankind. Uh, they, they, they are the leader in the industry. You can get it now. Comprehensive. Uh, they've got sensors for every potential. Uh, weakness you have at the property for break-in. Uh, you can customize it to the property. It's not a boilerplate. You know, try to make one size fit all. Uh, their fast protect technology, where they can see things going on at the property in real time while they monitor. Outstanding. You can save twenty percent on your new SimplySafeBubba.com system uh, with a fast protect plan, which you're going to want that anyway. Save twenty percent. There's no safe like SimplySafeBubba.com safe. Go and get your system. You can actually install it yourself, so you're going to save on that too. Not sitting around all day waiting for an installer and waiting on that fee. You can handle all that yourself. And if you need some help, they'll help you with that too. Uh, I guess they designed that for people like me. Uh, to the phones we go. Let's start with Paul out of the Show Me State of Missouri. Paul, you got 30 seconds on Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Hey, guys. There's a new book out on Amazon. It's uh, about 300 pages long. It's well written. It's by Michael Nolis, and Ben Shapiro commented on it. It was very thorough. The title of the book is Reasons to Vote for a Democrat. And you open the book up, and it's 300 blank pages. I think somebody <laughs> sent that to me. I think yeah, somebody I think sent that to that. me. Yeah. And, and it was very, very funny. You're right. Thanks. Uh, we continue Riley out of Huntsville, 100.3, the river. Go, Riley. Hey, I just wanted to get y'all's opinion. What if Bill Belichick goes to Alabama to be the defensive coordinator? Mm, put the put that dream team back together again. Yeah, yeah. It's um. Is he out with the Patriots? Uh, he is. Is, it, is he officially out? Uh, no. 
Okay, it's no, not official. But, but okay, but yeah. Well, the, the, it would be a crazy story. It really would. They've had some down years, but honestly, they you know didn't have a lot of draft picks over the last ten or twelve. You know, they were winning Super Bowls, so it, that that's kind of how it rotates around. Now, if you stay anywhere long enough. Sooner or later, you'll go uh, from from hero to zero. Oh, absolutely! Uh, and and people, will say matter you, of time. people will say you're the best thing that ever happened to the program. Then they'll say you're killing the program <laughs> or the team or the you know, franchise, or whatever. Zachary in Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Zachary, go ahead. Good morning, fellas. How we doing? We're good, man. Hope you're good. I just want to know what y'all think Coach Burgess might say if his quarterback was barefoot and meditating in front of the goalpost. <laughs> Let me tell you something. When he first took over at Jacksonville State University, they were one of these teams that hold hands in the huddle. And and uh, so this kind of gives you an indication where he would be on barefoot meditating. He ran like Red Rover uh, through the team, breaking the hands apart. And he said, if y'all have to hold hands to show solidarity out here in this heat and and what we're all going through together, you got to hold hands yeah. to be a team. He said that we got big problems. I better not ever see another person out here holding hands. And that was the end of holding hands at Jacksonville State. I think so, about that every time I see captains going to the field or yeah, a team coming out. Right. He was no fan of of, uh, of of holding hands to try to show solidarity. He thought that ought to be there anyway based on what you're about to do. Yeah, and, hey, what, and what you've been through. This is real quick. This is him explaining it. For me personally, I meditate before the game just to really get my mind set into that, you know, calmness, that um, emptiness where I can allow things to happen and I can react from a higher perspective instead of reacting out of just straight impulse. I want to promote the practice to the rest of the world. I want to be able to have, you know, kids who look up to me see that and be like, hey, let me try this out and see it for themselves. No, it worked. I'm trying it this morning myself. The and I brushed my teeth. The question was, what would Coach Burgess think about it? And I can answer that easily. Sure. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) The uh, we continue. uh, Let's go to Richard uh, in Alabama. Richard, go ahead. Thirty seconds. Yes, sir. Uh, Since uh, you know they're now releasing uh, Epstein's uh, records and everything, sealed records. I'd like to know when they're going to government's going to release these sealed records from Obama's college transcripts and days. So we can find out the truth. Well, I, I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, I, I, so, but I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I, 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 I'm I, not really familiar with what is sealed uh, right. on that. Right. But I, I, I don't know. Uh, we continue. Big Tate out of Kentucky. Big Tate, go ahead. What's going on, Rich and Bubba? Fire up, Tate. I was, I was sitting here thinking maybe that guy that got stuck in the urn. Maybe he should have called Saban before he done it and asked him if that was the right call. <laughs> Is anybody? Uh, Anyone? Yeah. It's Big Tate. It's Big. It's Big Tate saying that Saban made a bad call. Is that what he's saying? Um, I, maybe he's equating this young man's bad call to maybe what Saban's was. Yeah, of course, Saban didn't make the call. I, don't I think, know. He's not I know. I don't think that. I don't think that. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Uh, we, but you know, you're the head coach, as you said. You get a ha- you held accountable yeah. for what the whole team does, and you should. Uh, but uh, again, there's also got to be execution of the call uh, by the people on the field. Uh, all right. So let's go to uh, let's go to anonymous out of Anniston, Alabama. Anonymous, go ahead. Uh, yes. 
uh, about your topic yesterday about divorce, um, mm-hmm. I was calling to see what you thought about uh, pastors being divorced. Say that again. Can they, be a, can they become a pastor with being divorced? Well, if you look at the qualifications for elders and for uh, and for for deacons, I, I would assume that would be in line with that. I think it goes back to what we said yesterday. I think I think the bigger question, and, and there's been a lot of research on this scripturally, and I got a lot of emails yesterday, uh, including pastors, who are saying thank you for for talking about what you talked about because we we de- we dealt with that extensively at our church. Number one, uh, God does hate divorce. But number two, God does not hate divorced people. Uh, and and, the, and so the, the way you look at this is what is the divorce based on? Uh, was the divorce, uh, was there infidelity? Which uh, Christ himself says sometimes a marriage can't survive that right. and the person has the right to leave. Right. Now, that it's not a get-out-of-marriage free card. Right. Uh, you, know, you always want to try, if you can any way, reconcile because of, of the love of the covenant. It's not a contract, it's a covenant, and that's completely different. Uh, because, and, and so, and then you have the other, Paul talks about this in first Corinthians abandonment. Uh, I'm married to a person. We were, we were not followers of Christ in the beginning. I became a follower of Christ. My spouse never did. And they left me. Right. Paul says, let them go. So that so we have two cases of divorce that aren't even sin. Right. Okay. So, so you got that. Then you have the third one. I was not a follower of Christ when I got married the first time. And I got married to someone, this which would be my case, uh, and we both came to Christ in pre-marriage counseling, and we have been devout followers of Christ for 28 years. You know, so you, if you're looking for simple answers, I don't think they're there, but I do think this, these are the parameters of the process of trying to get to the bottom of, you know, here, here's the, the beautiful thing. If we do things the way God says to do them, we're never in this yeah, situation. Yeah, you never get to that point. Right, right. and that was right. me talking about yesterday about I, I wish single men would, would see these men's conferences the way married men do. Get in there and get it right first. So, but is divorce an unforgivable sin? And the answer is no. But again, is there true repentance? What was the reason for the divorce? Uh, were, were you married once before you ever became a follower of Christ? I think all that comes into play. So I guess I would answer your question to say I don't think that that would disqualify every single person in every single situation. Right. But, uh, but in some situations it would. But I will tell you this. Now, if it happens while the person is the pastor, this thing where a pastor steps down when he's done something that's obviously sinful, and then he says, hey, I, I ask God for forgiveness, now put me back in the pulpit. Now, I'm not for that either. Yeah. Church, church discipline uh, needs to take place in that situation, and the and the and the person could be reconciled back to the church, but he may never go back to that leadership position again. Yeah, some of them yeah. are a little quick. Yeah, that. right. Uh, I agree. You, so, so th- that's the per- that's done. the parameters that biblically we should work in because that's what the Bible says. Uh, we continue. Let's go to um, Chuck in Dallas, Texas. Chuck, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Hey guys, how you doing, Rick? Greg, hey. God bless y'all and your family. I, I was you. so touched that you used one of my quotes on the back of um, Coach's program. It really got to me, and I, and I just want to tell y'all, God bless you. Well, thank you, Chuck. I, I appreciate you calling, and thank you for all the kind things you said about Dad and how, like you, like many other men, even though you didn't go on to play football even beyond high school, what you learned from dad impacted what you did for the rest of your life. And there were so many people that said that. And I can certainly say that too. Uh, let's go to, uh, let's go to Brandon and Troy. Brandon, go ahead. Brandon. 
Hey, hey guys. Hey, hey. Uh, so Hamzy and I have actually spoke about this a few times with Joel Clad and Kirk Herstreet being so similar. I didn't know if you guys knew that Joel Clad has an emotional support animal. It's actually a miniature horse. I didn't know if y'all heard that or not. <laughs> You're just making that up. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. I, 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 am, I am making that up, but uh, Herbstreet does brush Ben's teeth left-handed. That is <laughs> good. good lines there. That's yeah, Brandon. That's excellent. You're a little slow to get in there, but once you're in there, you made it fine. Good job. We'll come back. We'll check any headlines, uh, any stories that we may have missed. Uh, and then uh, we'll wrap up another hour. Now, no, don't forget, anytime you miss any part of the show, there's archives every day on our YouTube channel and our podcast channel. So you can go back and catch any part you don't get live on your own time. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. To the top of the hour. Yeah. All right. Stories that we haven't gotten to that uh, are still in play today. Bubba, South Korea, things are changing. Did well, you, you well. You, you know, the old jokes about uh, the dog for dinner is mm-hmm. uh, not going to be in play anymore, huh? Yeah. Now, again, this is South Korea. Uh, so uh, I don't know what they're serving the people in North Korea. I can only imagine. Well, uh, Rick, uh, actually, they're nothing. Yeah, uh, I was talking with uh, people that went to Cuba, and I, I know a number of people that have been into Cuba, uh, Cuba. on uh, to do humanitarian work. I'll just say that. Right. And uh, and while they were there, they keep coming back with the same thing. We keep trying to tell the all the all government loving left that think we should all be communists <laughs> and it's a wonderful life. I'll tell you what you get at the government grocery store. That the government, I will give you this. They do provide it, but guess what you get from there? Whatever they got. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's why you have people that uh, can't find toilet paper. They can't find feminine hygiene products. You may go to the store and they've got found themselves a government deal on pinto beans, <laughs> and you got those all over the shelf. But right. you don't have bread. You right. don't have meat. You don't have paper towels. And uh, but you can have all the beans you want. So yeah. So yeah, it is true. Uh, uninformed, uh, all loving, emotional left person. That there is a store, and they, the government does provide, but the bigger question you should ask yourself, what do they provide? Well, uh, so anyway, but now back over to South Korea. Uh, so South Korea uh, says that they are no longer, as Bubba said, going to carry this stereotype that they eat dogs. Uh, they passed a bill Tuesday banning the breeding and slaughter of dogs for consumption. Oh, boy. So the traditional, traditional yet controversial practice mm-hmm of uh, breeding dogs for meat uh, is over. And they said they had a, a nationwide debate about it. Uh, and, Dog meat free. And it was supported by partisan support across South Korea's political landscape. Uh, and it says that this shows you that the people themselves of uh, South Korea are done with the consumption of dog meat. Now I'm sure there'll be a black market, or in this case, a black lab Some market. Some people who really right, uh, and uh, and I'm, I'm, I, I'm or, not or a black and I'm tan not, market. I'm not, but, adv- uh, yeah, I'm not advocating uh, eating dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, well, thank you, Bubba. Thank you for that. But I, that but but do you, do you are you so concerned when the government says you can't do it? I am. 
because yeah. what happens with the next meeting when they vote cows? You know, oh, yeah. Well, there's some that would vote that. Today. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I know. Really all that I, know. I watched the documentary a little bit, and it was it was they they tried they was they want us to stop eating meat. And I mean tomorrow. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. Uh, yes. But it is funny that we do pick and choose the animals. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And and we've even meat we, being meat. We've even made the point that if you were to have someone walk out of what we call biblical times, right, and you told them you had a dog in your house, they would think you had lost your mind. Yeah. Uh, that that was considered a dirty like animal, pet rat, yeah, or something, or something yeah. like that, and yeah. um, and and so things do change our attitude, but but you got a good good PR campaign, like we've talked about the squirrel, that fluffy little tail. He's gone a long way with that. He's yeah. bought a lot of uh, you know <laughs> until he starts tearing up your house. Yeah, then people yeah. suddenly eating wires and stuff. You know, yeah, because he's nothing but a rat. But we <laughs> see that fluffy tail and we and we go, we give him a pass. Yeah, he's a, he's for, a, the presentation of that rat's better. Yeah, and of course their campaign: if you hate squirrels, you're nuts. Right. You that, know, so yeah, uh, it's been very plus effective. their ability to flies impressive. You know, I'll admit this: this is going to break y'all's heart. You're not going to believe what I'm about to come out of my mouth. I have a hard time uh, killing off chipmunks because I think they're cute. There it is. I'm yeah. the same way. And they're but, terrible. They do a terrible thing to my yard. I know. But you're right. I can't believe that come out of your yard. I know. But, I'm, but you're right. I, I find chipmunks way. to yeah. be kind of fun to watch. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't look at them and go, oh, God, mm. like I do a rat. Do you start thinking Alvin, Simon, Theodore? Sure. I don't go that far yeah. with it. Yeah. I don't go that far with it. I just think it's if a pretty clever little If you start brushing your fella. teeth with your left hand and meditating, you'll right. go that far with it. You ever, look, you ever looked outside and saw one standing on his hind legs? Yes. You'll never forget it. Do you think the racing stripes too? What about the racing stripes? Does, Y'all, I love that. I love it. A lot you know, rats it. usually don't have that. If they, they had don't. a little racing yeah. stripe, it might make them a little better. That but, tail they got. But my say. point is, we're picking and choosing. I, I mean, there are people. Well, think about it. The 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 Hebrews could not believe the Gentiles would eat a pig. Yeah. Couldn't believe it. Yeah. Uh, you know, and there's you know Hindus can't believe we eat cows. Yeah. You know, so the dog. If you can teach a cow to fetch, I'll quit killing it. There you go. The, the, the dog, did, the dog did a good job. I don't know how, who in the canine group came up with man's best friend, even though Charlie Brown took issue with that. Right. Uh, but I, uh, that's a good line in that Christmas special too, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Man's best friend. After he's getting booed by Snoopy. But, you know, th- that whole, that's a great campaign. Yeah. Uh, but, but they are. I, I I have a problem with it. I, I I would have a hard time sitting down saying, "Here's a plate of of dog." Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Now, well, we now, we've, now, we've if, eaten if, it, if it's these dogs before. that keep coming on the hunting land yeah. and chasing the deer, I, I probably could eat one of them. Uh, but um, we've we've had coyote before. It's you know, it's not very good. Again, you don't well, need to eat coyote. That's... it's it's. It, I think it all goes. I mean, there's basically red meat and white meat, and all of it's pretty close. It's all in the preparation. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some difference. Preparation's key. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of that. And it's a remake. We all know the story. Have y'all seen the latest about the plane crash with the rugby team and they had to eat each other? Don't worry. Why you always go here? Why? There's a new one out. Does he bring that up? Society of the the Ice or something. It's on Netflix, but here's on Batman. Once a month, Greg's going to quote that story. No, yeah, we've had different movies. This is the latest one, but here, let me go ahead and tell you. It's a foreign film and their mouths don't look right. They don't go with the words. That's your biggest Ooh. problem with it? <laughs> yeah. Not the fact that we got to deal well, with the fact that Yeah, but I'm it. just saying in so a when desperate they're eating situation. another player's leg, listen, that's okay. But look, when their they mouth doesn't match up to the right. words, if that's a had, problem? I, if they hadn't done that, they, they are not alive. Mm. Absolutely not yeah. alive. Well, you listen, if you're you're in a bad way, you'll do anything. Yeah, there's you the, got the pre- to. Look, it's a good movie, but again, their mouths are not with the – it's like watching Ultraman, you know, when we were mm-hmm. kids, but – 
because it, it was a foreign film, I guess. But. And, and Greg, Greg's line about subtitles, he says he wants to watch a movie and listen to a movie, not read it. That's true. And they don't, they don't subtitle. This is what I like about this. I mean, even though they don't go with their mouth, they actually are speaking English. Now, if they're in a certain time, they'll subtitle. Wait a minute. Why we got subtitles on them because speaking they're, English? This, uh, they, I think they're around people that didn't speak. I don't know. Okay. But it's almost like Hunt for Red October. They start out in Russian, then they go into. It's Understood. like okay, we y'all know we speak Russian, right? Okay, but we're going to do it in English from this point forward, so okay. the movie won't. So I have to read the stupid I, movie. I got. You. There's a movie that I think you would like, and I will not bring it up because it has subtitles. I know you won't want it. I won't. No, I can't do it. But and I'll be honest, it was hard for me to stay with their mouth not. Going you watch to work. this? Oh yeah. You watch this? Me and Lisa watched this past weekend. It's on Netflix. Is it rough? It's pretty rough. And I've seen you, movies before. What's your obsession with the first story. movie about that? What's your obsession like with this horrible amazing, story? It's unreal. No, yeah, but it's the not. Survive, the ones who survived was incredible, Greg. Once a month. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.